The program allows everyone to participate in the safe disposal of medications. It's easy to do. Convenient drop boxes for medications are located in participating pharmacies and police stations throughout the state. Learn more at TakeMedsBack.org. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. Denver's real estate market is booming, and you may be able to cash in with an investment in yourself and your career. Axiom Academy will train you to be a successful, in-demand, certified home inspector. A part-time schedule could earn you upwards of $85,000 a year. One recent grad is already making more than 700 bucks a day. The next course starts June 4th. Start investing in yourself. Visit LearnWithTheAcademy.com for more information. That's LearnWithTheAcademy.com. Summer is coming, and so is the heat. And at Bestway Insulation, their goal is to save you up to 50 to 70% off on your summer energy bill. New XL Energy rebates are available right now, making it affordable to insulate your home for the summer. And the best part? Bestway Insulation will do all the paperwork for you. Call today and learn more about how Bestway Insulation could save you up to 50 to 70% off on your summer energy bill. 303-469-0808. 303-469-0808. Bestway Insulation. 303-469-0808. This is KKSE. Parker. Denver. Home of the Nuggets. Home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950. Denver's all-sports station. NBA playoff coverage. This is the champion's home. Like the Dan Patrick Show. During the course of American history, time and time again, men and women have answered the call to serve. The invasion of Western Europe has begun. They fought to protect the ideals that we hold dear. The forces of Germany have surrendered. We honor those brave men and women who have fallen in the line of duty. It should be every day that we remember our military service people. Today, we commemorate Memorial Day. It just chokes me up. Heck of a job. And God bless America. Welcome to the Memorial Day edition of the Dan Patrick Show. Sitting in for Dan Patrick and broadcasting from the Mercedes AMG studios. Here's Doug Gottlieb and Jason McIntyre. What up to you? Good Monday, Memorial Day morning. I'm Doug Gottlieb. Alongside my man Jason McIntyre who founded a website known as The Big League. You can see him on Fox Sports 1. This 
is the Dan Patrick Show. And for the eighth consecutive year, LeBron James will be playing basketball in the NBA Finals. And I think we're going to talk about it just a little bit. 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 And, of course, tonight, the varsity play. Uh, although we still don't know if Chris Paul will play. We don't know if Andre Iguodala will play. Hell, we don't know if Kevon Looney will play. But we do know the Rockets and the Warriors will play. We'll get into that as well. Uh, Jason, happy Memorial Day. Great to be here, Doug. First time I've ever hosted the Dan Patrick Show. And I'm honored to do it with you, such a fine scholar and gentleman. I think we're going to have some fun with LeBron today, are we not? Uh, we will. We will. Look, I just, I'll give you, you know, my, my, my quick basketball take. Le- LeBron was amazing last night. And I think, um, he has reached this, this, this point in his career where he, um, his basketball intelligence is off the charts and he still has the athletic ability to compete at an incredible, incredibly high level. And, and sometimes like if there's a continuum with athletes in sports, right? The intelligence and the wherewithal that comes with experience doing it time and again and athleticism. Like, you know, you get to Peyton Manning's last year. He was bad. He won a Super Bowl. He was not good. John Elway limped his way to his last two Super Bowl titles. Yep. Jordan, when Jordan went out, he was still on top. Even the, the last year in Chicago, he was still on top. I, I don't really even consider the Wizards years. But those years were when his body wasn't as able as his mind was. LeBron, what's amazing about it is that he is at this kind of peak moment seemingly mentally and confidence-wise for a guy whose confidence has varied and yet still an incredible athlete with incredible endurance. And let's not forget, this is a guy who played 82 games as if to prove a point, Doug. Hey, I can do it. Michael Jordan did it. I can play 82. Led the league in minutes per game. Certainly... Uh, you know, LeBron has had a, a tremendous postseason, but you were so positive. I, I will just push back a little, if you will. Okay. Okay. We talk about, and our friend Colin Cowherd talks about how lucky the Warriors have gotten due to injuries the last few years. How lucky did LeBron get this postseason? The three best players he went through in the East, Victor Oladipo, Jamar DeRozan, and Jason Tatum. I mean, Doug, they avoided, the Cavs did. The four best players in the Eastern Conference. Kyrie Irving was hurt. Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons got knocked out. And Giannis, of course, got knocked out by Boston. So I know people are bending over backwards to praise LeBron and say, listen, he was tremendous. He had a great series. But I thought yesterday, I thought the difference, and I know people are going to hate this. I thought Jeff Green was the difference yesterday. He had a career playoff high in this postseason with 19 points. He hit the big shots. Remember, in Boston, no Cavs had been showing up. J.R. Smith was 0 for 11 on threes in the three games in Boston. He hits three yesterday. No, no listen. The Cavs I'm supporting not, I'm, Cavs showed up for I, sure. I'm not. I'm not going to dispute any of that. I, I, in terms of the actual game, Boston lost this. Yes. As much or even more than the Cavs won this. in the first half. I mean, they had multiple opportunities yeah. to break the game open. They were up 12. Yeah. In the, the second quarter specifically, their shot selection. It was some quick shots, some bad shots. Some, some deep twos and giving up layups. And I thought they got, I thought Terry Rozier showed himself to oh, be, geez. listen, for, for people to understand, Terry Rozier is the fourth guard on this team. The fourth guard. He's a backup. And I thought that, that played out over seven games. 
You know, you, you freak out over some early season, some early playoff performances. But again, look at who they were against. He did light up Eric Bledsoe when they were at home. He was great against Bledsoe. And he played well at home against the Sixers, but part of it is the Sixers don't really have a point guard to match up with them until they play TJ McConnell. Wait a sec, don't disrespect TJ McConnell. Though. So, so, and, but again, TJ McConnell's a backup <laughs> as well. When you play against, what, what, what I think people outside of guys that really know the NBA have to explain to you is there's a difference when you're a bench player, when you're a starter, you're playing against the best in the world, 450 players in the NBA. And when you're playing against the starters, okay, you're playing against the top 60 in the world. And that's just a different level of competition. But here's the, uh, do I agree with you on the, the road was a lot easier than we, than it normally? Yes. But I think you're getting caught up in the, the players. Did they get favorable matchups? Yes. Part of that is that's LeBron. Yeah. LeBron knows, put Toronto in my bracket. I don't care. Nobody cares about Toronto and best regular season record. Nobody cared last year when Boston had the best record. That's just an, that's not indicative of a great team. He knew exactly what he's doing, exactly who they're playing, and he knew two games, games one and game five, when they had no shot of winning, he effectively shut it down. He saved his energy, so he still had it. Yeah. Um, player. And they're playing the Boston Celtics without their two best players. Yeah. So, of course, it's an easy road, and it skews our view of – of Van Gundy said, this is the, this is the worst team. They essentially said this is the toughest t- test he's had to get to get to the yeah. Eastern Conference. But no, it's not. Okay. Well, let, let me defend Van Gundy for a sec. I don't know him from at all, but I will say this. What this team has been through this year, Doug, the Cleveland Cavaliers had Derrick Rose go AWOL in November. Yes. Okay. Uh, Kevin Love went to the media and said, I'm having panic attacks. Okay. Kevin Love also missed game seven. Half the team was traded. In February, the coach had to take a leave of absence. I would say mentally, emotionally, LeBron went through more than he ever has. I mean, this what what this that's team that's, had this season was incredible. Right. J.R. Smith threw soup at Tyron. Yeah, yes, right? I like forgot that's the soup, a, that, the, the, soup yes. the soup incident. They were yes. totally drained. Yes. This team had been yes. through a lot. Okay, but in 2007, that team sucked. They were awful. And they beat a really good Pistons team that had been to seven straight Eastern Conference Finals and went again the next year. Yeah. And I'm like, that was a, that's a, that's a tougher road than this is. It just is with an inferior team. Like we, we can talk all about Derrick Rose. You know, Derrick Rose wasn't expected to be a factor in the, in the playoffs anyway, right? At the end of the day, they traded for George Hill. Who has played in, and he hit just enough shots to, and played just well enough in a couple of games. You know, look, Jeff Green, of course he had the open heart surgery, but there's a guy who has been a viable weapon and as a sixth or seventh man. But other than that, it's Tristan Thompson, it's Kyle Corbett, it's J.R. Smith. It's the difference is LeBron, surround me with veterans because veterans. Yes. Are going to make shots, yeah, and, and they're going to they're going to do what they're supposed to do, and they're going to shut up about the rest. You just said the key word, Doug, veterans, and this is why when people start talking about where LeBron's going to end up, I keep coming back to the Lakers. We'll hit that later in the show, but I do want to say one thing to you about the road. That uh, and again, these are just facts. I'm not going after LeBron. This is not me hating LeBron. Why can't people? You, go, you can't allow well, to no, go know, after I, LeBron. No, no. Don't don't say, don't go after LeBron. These and are then facts. Not go after LeBron. These are facts. Okay. In the first round, LeBron lit up. Boyan Bogdanovich, okay? People joke to me on social media that he was a plumber in Serbia five years ago. Okay, in the second round, he beat up OG Ananobi. Very good young player. He's a rookie. LeBron torched him badly. Yeah. And in the third round, Marcus Morris, who is a, one of the better LeBron defenders, 
But I've lost track of how many all-star teams he made. So, again, to push back on the narrative that this is LeBron's worst team, this is this road that he went through was laughable. And that's that's a fact. Well, you actually you, you kind of did the you kind of did a little bit of the contradicting of yourselves because you, you kind of yeah. actually painted a really good Jason McIntyre, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan Patrick, Dan Patrick show here on Fox Sports Radio because you did actually kind of paint the story of how difficult this season was. But why can't both be true? And that's one thing that a lot of people don't realize. That this like, season was difficult, but the team wasn't. This wasn't the worst team because of the way in which he went through the teams yeah. he had to go through in the A's. Well, exactly. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. No, look, that, that's a, that was not a great basketball game last night. No, God. Now, a lot of game sevens are not great basketball games. The last Lakers oh. Celtics game seven NBA finals Cavs was not Warriors. great. Warriors. It was uh, unwatchable. I don't know if it was unwatchable. Oh my God, they Warriors just, didn't score for the last five minutes of the game. Well, they couldn't make a shot. <laughs> exactly. Because of, because you're playing through such fatigue, yes. which, which I, I actually wanted. That actually is a very nice segue, Jason. Oh. oh we want to get to tonight. We will put more of a kind of a cap, a grandiose statement on LeBron. Yet another, I mean, like, look, you can, you can not be a, Le, uh, here's the other thing, two things to be true. You can be not be a LeBron is better than Jordan guy and not go, dude, LeBron is so much better than everybody else in this court. It's kind of stupid. Hold on. Can we also do the LeBron Dan Gilbert incident? Cause I absolutely love it. No, we're not going to talk about <laughs> LeBron Dan Gilbert. I cannot Gilbert. wait to get to We're that. not going to talk about the Warriors <laughs> and the Cavs. We're not, yes, Jason, we got, we got time, dude. How many hours? We need five. Lobby for five hours, Doug. Uh, there's a call here, Jason. You won't be with us next segment with the energy. What is in the coffee Dude, cup? I'm so fired with up Jason today. McIntyre, uh, who of course founded the big league. We got, we do have a metric ton to get to. Um, it, it's, it's interesting. What LeBron was able to show is this level of conditioning that we, we just don't see in any other athlete, but it's the, it's the big factor in game six and could well be the big factor in game seven in the West. We'll get to it upcoming next on the Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. There's a breaking point we all have. All season. Uh, we've never given up, and we don't plan on it now. Size, speed, strength, These agility. Days you can find just about anything if you online. Want to go but if you're looking well, to buy a car, your car online shopping, you're going to need a lot more tools But not that. anymore. Luckily, AutoZone has your back with the free loan tool program. You can choose from over 100 specialty tools to help you get the job done right. Free of charge. From brake jobs to engine rebuilds, get the one you need. Leave a deposit and bring back the tool when you're done. A hundred specialty tools there to help you. It's that simple. Make sure you get in the zone. AutoZone. Anyone who tells you you're too late to invest in cryptocurrencies has no idea what's about to happen next. I'm Tika Tawari. I'm a former hedge fund manager, and I worked on Wall Street since the 1980s. To the dot-com boom, the housing boom, the gold boom, cryptocurrencies are the most compelling opportunity I've seen in 30 years. The only one you can start with just $100 and change your life. So I've teamed up to create a short course on crypto investing to help you learn, prepare, and profit. It shows you everything from what cryptocurrencies are, how they work, how to buy them, and what to buy. Even if you think the crypto bubble has burst, or you're too late, or too old, or technologically challenged, you must see this education course now. Go to howtocryptoclass.com now. That's howtocryptoclass.com. All right, I'm ready. This is Steve Gorman Sports. 
New York Giants memorabilia lawsuit. Oh, yeah, on Eli. Eli Manning sure. uh, accused of putting, in quotes, game-worn memorabilia onto the memorabilia market that was not game-worn. The team and Eli, they settled with the accusers. Now it comes out that the longtime equipment director and the assistant equipment manager and then the equipment locker room manager all let go. I don't know how long they've been with the Giants, yeah. but I know something stinks on the inside because I don't think these guys would be fired just to save Eli's face. That's what I was going to ask. Well, if they're the ones in charge of getting the memorabilia out, I mean, Eli's not honestly keeping up with what jersey he no, wore. No, not at all, dude. That's up to them. It's out of Eli's hands. It could have been, hey, two for the memorabilia, one for me. Two for the memorabilia, well, that, yeah, one for me. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Probably, I would imagine the word malfeasance is applicable here. Malfeasance is applicable. Steve Gorman Sports. I'm in a nightmare hallucination. Weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. It can happen suddenly and without warning. It strikes individuals and families with equal cruelty. <gasps> there is no way of stopping it. Oh, my God. John? Your energy bill is Wake coming. Up. Wake up. Oh, can you hear me? Please. It's me, John. Be prepared when energy prices go up. Talk to me. Come on, baby. Visit the Alliance to Save Energy website to order your free Power Smart booklet. John? It contains simple, painless ideas to lower your energy bill. Call 911! Like installing energy-efficient Energy Star appliances that can save you hundreds of dollars a year. Oh, where? Oh, thank God you're right. What happened? I I came in, uh, opened this bill. This one here? Yeah. Honey? Honey, wake up. Wake up. Wake up, honey. This kind of shock can be avoided. Visit ASE.org for your free PowerSmart booklet. It, 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 it's Ben Maller. It's the Ben Maller Show. Nationwide, coast to coast. Not all these regular season games uh, have the build-up. They don't. Some games stand out. This weekend, for example, in the Boogie Down Bronx, it was a promoter's dream. The much-ballyhooed Shohei Otani to take the mound and square off against his fellow countryman, Masahiro Tanaka. The Angels and the Yankees. One problem, the great Otani, the Babe Ruth of Japanese baseball, back out of the start. Is he hurt? No. Perfectly helped. Angel management, embarrassed, was left to cover for Otani, who backed out of the start. And they said, to cover for Otani, they said that that start had been pushed back for, quote, workload management. <laughs> ben Maller. The Ben Maller Show. I'm sorry, we're on the air right now. Weeknights, 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, we not only talk the talk, there's a lot of salesmanship going on, but we walk the walk. Full prediction, it's still shocking. From the morning, we are off and running here. Some of you may have stayed up late last night. Until the night. How awesome is that? That is awesome. This is your home for the best talking the talk. Yeah, yeah. Walking the walk sports talk. Sports talk. You're exactly right. Check it. This is Fox Sports Radio.
St. Patrick rolls on here on Memorial Day. Thanks so much for spending some time with us, and a special thank you to anyone who's served, had somebody close to them serve for our country. Doug Gottlieb in for Dan, along with uh, Jason McIntyre, founder of the Big League. Check him out on Fox Sports One's Yackers show. We're going to do some yakking for the next two and a half hours or so. Um, all right, well, we'll get back to LeBron, try to contextualize it. Tonight, it feels like um, a heavyweight fight, but we don't know. We don't know if Chris Paul will be there. And speaking of things we got to get to, Kyrie Irving not being in the building last night. Oh, I didn't know that. Not, not even in the arena. Not in the building last night. What's that about? We're going to talk about it. It's called a tease. Oh, well done. We're good. It's called a tease. Not in the building. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that was that, to to say the least. All right, let's. Uh, but tonight you have a the, the two best teams at full when they're at full strength, two best teams in the sport. And I don't think anybody would. They'll both they would both be prohibitive favorites over the Cavs. I mean, it's one one thing that's that's missing in the Cavs discussion is they were the favorites going into the playoffs. They were the favorites in the series against the Celtics before even after they lost Game One. The only thing that changed, and I. I I thought that was easy money yesterday was yeah. Kevin Love was out. Yeah. Um, and look, I think Kevin Love, if he's out for seven games, it's a bigger deal than out for one game. Jeff Green can fill in for a game. Jeff Green can fill in for two, seven. It, it, it does in fact change, but, uh, tonight you might have Chris Paul. You might not. He's a game time decision. How do you feel? How do you feel about a Willis Reed type moment for Chris Paul tonight? He'll show up, maybe work out in the layup line. Start the game for a minute just to get everybody energized. They kind of feed off Chris Paul's mouth. Um, and I gotta say, they really need Chris Paul to win this game, Doug. I mean, they, there's nobody to create offense as we saw in game six if Chris Paul doesn't show up. It's James well, Harden, well, Eric they, Gordon. They, they created a lot of offense in the first quarter. First quarter, yeah. They, they didn't, and part of it was Harden couldn't get a call, right? Just, he couldn't, he drives in there and the way in which if you don't like James Harden dribbling the basketball and coming downhill when Chris Paul is playing, oh my God, don't watch tonight with Chris Paul's not playing. Yeah. It's well, ten times worse. It's completely off of either transition or him trying to get into the mouth of the defense. I think it was 21 drives he had yes. in game six. Didn't go to the line once. Yes. And I will say this. I know people are going to go crazy about Clay Thompson, obviously. But the defense the Warriors played in, in the paint in game six, they had ten blocks. The most they've had in the series by far. They right. had seven in game three when they won the big route. If they are going to block shots, Draymond had five blocks. You know, Curry had three rejections in that game, more than the entire Rockets team. So I think they can do the same formula again, the interior defense, and eventually they'll get offense from uh, Kevin Durant, who's going to come off a milk carton tonight, Doug, I promise. I, I don't think he was necessarily on the milk carton. Oh, he was come not- on. He was, he has not been good the last two games, last two games, or especially the, in the fourth quarter of game five, he yeah, wasn't good. He played the fewest minutes of the big four. And you, there were some they, comments. They also, they also didn't need him. They were playing better without him. Well, okay. And there you go. Like there were some comments. So that, 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 that actually happened, that actually happens in sports sometimes is that <sighs> sometimes they get, nah, eh, eh. sometimes the team is playing well. You don't screw up. It's, it's you don't screw up a winning hand. This, they were the playing Clay played. He has. Come on, this guy has – your team plays better without you. Like, if you're Russell Westbrook, a ball hog, who's turning it over and chucking bad shots, I understand. Kevin Durant is not in that class. He is one of the elite players, potentially. Potentially, he's a top-ten player all time. The fact that the team played better without him scares me a little bit. 
has to scare you, make you a little nervous. Yes, there seems to be something weird going on with Kevin Durant. Yes. But I would also tell you, like, isn't that exactly what happened with Clay Thompson? Like, Clay Thompson was bad, basically, for, two different players. for the, no, 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 no. The, the point is, it, it, the point is actually the same. First of all, Clay Thompson is viewed as a top 20 player in the NBA. Yeah. Okay. I would agree. And instead of having a bad fourth quarter in game five, which he did, and a, and a weird, really weird start to game six, because he wasn't awful. Uh, he still had like 21. One of six to start the game. Okay. So it felt like he was forcing some stuff. It's, it's fair. I mean, like, look, part of what I wanted to get into was there was something strategic that, that Steve Kerr was able to pull off, which is play all your dudes in the first quarter. Go ahead, score all your points. Yeah, 39 points, that's cool. But eventually, you're going to have no legs. It was a little bit like Conor McGregor and, uh, Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather, right? Where, where, remember this was, this was Conor McGregor after the fight trying to figure out what happened. I thought it was close though, and I thought it was a little early of a stoppage. I get like that when I'm tired. I get a little wobbly and flowy. Get me into the corner under the cover and I'll come back. I'd like him to hit the floor. I'd like him to ref to, you know what I mean? There's a lot on the line here. He should have let, he should have let me keep going, I thought, but fair play to him. That's exactly what it is. It's fatigue. That's why I thought the ref could have just let it keep going a little. Let me go down. Let the man put me down. Like wobbly and fatigue. That's energy. That's not damage. I'm clear headed. Yeah. Okay. So the the point is the point with McGregor was like even he kind of didn't understand that was the strategy of Floyd Mayweather, right? Right. Like like Floyd Mayweather, yeah. which was that was a strategy, which is just let him punch out all his energy so that the only shot he had was a knockout punch, and he he hit it into the gloves of Floyd Mayweather in the first couple rounds. That's basically what Golden State did right. the other night. To the Houston Rockets. Houston Rockets punched themselves out of any sort of juice in the second. It's the only possible explanation. You can give me the Warriors defense was incredible. It was better. It was, yeah. The officiating wasn't great. Uh, it wasn't stop. great. I don't want to hear the officiating. But why? Here, Wait, why? The, it, it, they shot about the same amount of free throws. It, it, it felt like the calls were kind of bad both ways. But again, nobody on Houston, Doug, was creating. It was all James Harden ISO because Trevor Ariza can't get his own shot. PJ Tucker. No, can't no, get no his one's, shot. no one's arguing that. You also, you just gave me the stat of 21 times the MVP of the NBA drives in and he doesn't get one call. Flailing. He can flail. Like, look, LeBron got some phantom calls too. Like, this is what the league has been forever. Like, I don't know if, like, this is, people think, I, I don't think LeBron is Jordan, although he's doing some Jordan type things now that he didn't previously do. But one thing that he does that Jordan did was he gets calls. Michael Jordan got a ton of calls and so does, and you know what? I mean, James Harden, come on, dude. He got no, zero calls the other night. Is that the only reason they lost? Did they lose because the refs? No. no. I'm trying to tell you they lost because they had nothing in the tank because they punched themselves out in the first quarter. Let, let me ask you this to go back to Kevin Durant for a moment. Okay. okay. This guy's never really faced major adversity since he got to the Warriors. It's been two years. They steamrolled uh through the playoffs last year, 16-1. and one. Sure. And I just watched some of the motions the last couple games of Durant. And you know I'm a big Kevin Durant fan. I, I've said for over, about 11 months he's the best player in the league. And when I watch Durant, I don't see that dog in him that I see in a P.J. Tucker, that I see in an Eric Gordon, the hunger, the desire to want to really, hey, man, I haven't accomplished squat. I got to go out there and win this. Chris Paul is showing that. 
But PJ Tucker, we, well, we talk about, well, he, he spent on, five years overseas. This guy right. was in Israel no and Germany playing basketball. When you watch him out there, he's got that dog in him. I want to see that well, from like, Kevin look, Durant tonight. PJ Tucker is a six foot four power forward in the NBA. He has to have, it's not necessarily dog in him. Kevin Durant's got plenty of dog in him. Kevin Durant last Let year, sta- it, KD. last year, Kevin Durant stared down LeBron James and was just flat out better in yeah, the fourth quarter. Yeah, when you're up quarter. 2-0 in the fourth, he killed him in the, murdered LeBron in the fourth quarter uh, okay, of the oh, final. Okay, so the idea but that there was he no has pressure, it, Doug. You're up 2 nothing. You're up 3 nothing. No, there's no pressure in playing in the NBA Finals? When you're up 2 nothing after you won Wait, the first two games by 15 there's, plus? There's no pressure in playing in the NBA Finals against LeBron James. Not when you're up 2-0 in the series. It, when you're That's tied it. at three going into game right, seven. I'm going to have to do it. It's a little bit early. That's why you clearly never played sports. Oh, no, he did it. He went there. You clearly never he played sports. He went there, yeah. You don't, okay. you don't play in the hey, NBA he, Finals. Okay? It took him 27 it? minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Well, because you're saying things that just – you don't play in the NBA Finals okay, against LeBron James. When they have Kyrie, you have Kevin Love, and you got your guys, and you've been thinking your whole life about a second shot at the NBA Finals after – you lost the NBA Finals early in your career yep. in Oklahoma City. You don't do that, and then all of a sudden, now you're playing in the Western Conference Finals against the Houston Rockets and go, oh, my God, this is so much more pressure than I felt like. That's not the way it works. You don't there think about absolute... it like that, but you play a certain way. Watch him on the court. Watch Durant. He's uncertain. Do you want me to read the Steve Kerr comments? This is what Kerr said about Clay Thompson. Hold on. Think about Durant when I read you these quotes from Steve Kerr about Clay. Clay doesn't worry too much about repercussions. He doesn't worry about judgment and results. I think he just loves to play. He's so comfortable in his own skin. I just think he wants to go out there and hoop and doesn't worry about much else. Okay, so to where, me, where, where, that's where, Kerr taking a mini jab at, listen, Kevin, I sat you more than the other stars because you just didn't have it. I like Durant. I, I just wonder what's going through his mind these last couple games. Well, I can guarantee he's what he's not going through his mind is what Steve Kerr is saying about okay. about Clay. I Thompson. sure hope not. And and part of what he's saying about Clay Thompson is the place to which they they've tried to get Kevin Durant to be. Yes, they tried to get Kevin Durant to be to be somebody who is above it. It doesn't bother him. Mm. You have a bad game, you put it aside, you you drag it over to the trash, and you you keep thinking about the process, the process, the process, instead of the result. And I, I do think that he's dealt with some stuff. I think that, that, that it, it has been a lot thrust upon him because he has been trained throughout his time in the NBA to just go and get buckets. And then, you know, Steve Kerr's breaking out of Michael Jordan didn't trust John Paxson's story, like before the, you know, before game five. And he, it didn't work out well. So some of this is the mental manipulation. And I'm not saying what you're, you're, you're talking about your quote that Steve Kerr is trying to work into Kevin Durant and it's, Hard on the fly. Like, th- this reminds me, Kevin Durant being taught on the fly when to go and when not to go for a guy who, like, he's a scoring machine. Right. That's what he is. It's, it's, it's just like you taking a golf lesson. Like, if you've ever gone and taken a golf lesson, your swing is going to suck for like a month. And then all of a sudden it'll get, it gets worse before it gets better. It happens with any swing coach. It happens with any shooting coach. You don't just magically go and, all right, we're going to move your shot over to the right and have you shoot more one-handed and get your left hand out of it when you're shooting a jump shot and all of a sudden you're shooting better. It's the same it's the same thing when you go to therapy. You don't all of a sudden walk out and go, "I'm good. I'm good. No dad issues, no mom issues. I am good." That's not how it works. 
I was in a dark place and now I'm good. You progressively start to get better and sometimes you but get it's worse tough, for a I believe, while. Doug, it's and tough for Kevin Durant to get to that place when all season they've coasted. They're blowing people out. No pressure. They haven't no back against all. the Oh my they God. They haven't coasted What have they done since he got there? They've destroyed teams. And if you lose a game in February to the Mavericks, who cares? It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. Oh, oh, okay, There's no but, pressure, but, no adversity on Kevin Durant until these last two games. And when I saw zero assists in Game Five, like I mean, again well, they're well, this, doubling this is, him. He hasn't is, dealt this with is exactly, this. but this is like LeBron has zero assists in like the first two quarters last night. And smartly, I think Jeff Van Gundy points out it's because nobody's making nobody's any making shots. shots. Yeah. Why do you think I don't LeBron? Think that's why do you think with Kevin Durant? It wasn't. No, not in Game Five. So Steph Curry, so Steph Curry, was not making shots. That that's that's. Kevin Durant's fault. I don't think that that's exactly part of it what is, happened. Look, part of it is, and this is, you have to understand how everything works together. And if you're the Golden State Warriors, they've been playing four on five since Iguodala's gotten hurt. Four on five at both ends of the floor. And if you don't believe me, simply watch who Houston is going after. Because before Iguodala got hurt, they were going after Steph Curry every time down the court, putting him in isolation situations. And since Iguodala got hurt, it's like, man, they keep going after Jordan Bell. Why is that? They keep going after, uh, Kevon Looney. Yeah, Kevon Looney or Quinn Cook or, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Pacer, Hornet, Spur. Livingston? No, shoot. Uh, Nick David Young? West. Oh. You're like, oh, I almost feel bad. Like, David West, please get him off the court. This is, David West was a really good player. For a really long time. So. Not a great player. He's a really good. Chris Paul made him. He's a really good player. He, he can't play in this series, right? So, so this is where there's flashbacks to, uh, Oklahoma City, where every, every time you put the ball on the floor, you're playing against two guys. There's another guy in your way. Jordan Bell doesn't know where he's supposed to be. He's in the way. And so has he reacted well? Like, no, but there's also sometimes, Guys that are open for a reason and they're not looking to shoot and Clay and Steph are being manned up to where there's no, nobody's helping off of the guys that can shoot. And so they've really struggled with, and Houston's been allowed to play super physically defensively. And Draymond's got to make a shot. I and mean, they're they, doubling off Draymond. Correct. And he's, he's, he's like, I think a, two for 11 in the He did make the big one in, in, in game, game five. five. Yep. Ga- made a big one in game five. But, yes, but you're playing against basically two guys are in a zone. And three guys are in man-to-man. That's how Houston is playing. And it's really hard to get assists. It's really hard to go one-on-one. And he hasn't adjusted well. He just hasn't. But that's in the in the makeup of this team, you miss that one piece, it changes dramatically. So, But I, 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 will, I will forever disagree with the, oh, my God, this is so much more pressure than playing in the NBA Finals on the fly that, that uh, Kevin Durant is thinking of. That's... He's Jason McIntyre. I'm Doug Gottlieb. But let's welcome in a guy who um, I don't think anybody was. I don't know if people pay attention, but he was very chatty because they were talking about Kevin Love. Very chatty with Kevin Love before the game. Uh, Dave McMenamin from uh, ESPN NBA reporter joins us. Uh, Dave, you got a lot of camera time last night. Did you know that? I, I, I did. I got some text during the game. Uh, I, w- I was informed that one of my favorite colleagues, Doris Burke, did not do me a solid by name-dropping everybody else on screen when that happened uh, and not me, but um, yeah, you know, just try to do the reporting thing, talk to Kevin before the game, find out some information, and uh, I guess the camera's caught us. All right, here, here, I want to get to the game and LeBron and all that other stuff, but honestly, like, was there anything wrong with him last night? 
I mean, the team didn't no. allow him to play. No, I, 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 was there anything wrong with Kevin Love? Like, if you ask Kevin Love, hey, can you play tonight? He, he could have gone last night, correct? No, the team didn't allow him to play because he's in the concussion protocol. No, no, I, I'm, I'm not disputing that. I'm like, when you're having a conversation with him, was he, he's having headaches? Is he, I'm not saying that he passed the protocol. I know the team didn't allow him to play, but could Kevin Love have played basketball last night if Kevin Love was asked, can you play basketball last night? Kevin wanted to play. Okay. We'll get, that's a, it's a different topic I want to get to a little bit later on in the show. Um, what was that like last night? Cause it, it did feel like the Celtics had a ton of opportunities and that looked like a young team that looked like a team that, especially in the second quarter when they had a lead, simply couldn't step on the throat of the Cavs. Yeah, certainly. I mean, that's, it was an important juncture of the game. Uh, you know, that they got that 12 point lead and the Cavs chipped away and got back into it. And it wasn't like they wilted and died right there. I mean, Jason Tatum had that little spurt to start uh, the fourth quarter. You know, they go on an 8-2 run in the fourth quarter. Tatum hits the three. Tatum dunks on LeBron. Um, they don't look scared of the moment there. I think what you saw was just the, the Cavs out-executing, outlasting, and out-toughing um, th- that Boston team. But I- I'm not so sure. I mean, Terry Rozier, he missed a lot of shots. Uh, was he missing shots because he was nervous, or was he missing shots because the shot was off? I mean, the, the Cavs have had plenty of games throughout this playoff run where they couldn't hit a shot from the outside. I don't think they were missing shots because they were nervous. Yeah, sometimes you just miss shots. Hey, and Dave. It came at the worst time. Hey, Dave, what's up? It's Jason McIntyre. I have a quick question on LeBron. Um, when you when he was walking to the podium, did you notice? And there was this was on social media, but you were in the building. Did you notice the Dan Gilbert high five? Uh, moment with LeBron, and and did anybody make anything of that uh, kind of in the arena? Yeah, I wrote about it. Or I mentioned it. Uh, I spoke to Dan about LeBron after the game. I didn't talk about that interaction he had with him, but yeah, obviously it was brief. It was barely an acknowledgement. Um, at the same time, LeBron ran through a string of Cavs staffers, uh, went up to the podium, and then sat down on the floor because uh, <laughs> he just played forty eight minutes. Uh, and he was taking his shoes off. So uh, I, I, I don't know whether that was an intentional snub or not. Obviously, knowing what we know about uh, LeBron's relationship with, with Dan Gilbert or lack thereof, it feeds into that narrative that, that they don't get along. But uh, I, I don't think it was an intentional snub on LeBron's part. Um, do, are, should, we, should we be giving Ty Lue more credit? Oh, I, absolutely, I think so. I mean, first of all, let's just look at last night's game. Uh, in, in a vacuum. J.R. Smith, who people were calling for his head all season long and, and, and Ty stuck with him, stuck with him. He gives you nine points in the second half of the game seven on the road in Boston. Jeff Green, who is a Cavalier because of his relationship with Teron Lou, who agreed to a veteran minimum contract, but he could have got more money elsewhere, gives you 19 and eight in game seven on the road in Boston. Uh, Toronto Lou does little things like when Brad Stevens calls a late timeout, he calls a timeout immediately afterwards to give a little bit of extra break for LeBron James as he's riding him to 48 minutes. Um, he gets the, the Cavs defense to a point where, you know, they held the, the Celtics to 79 points on 34% shooting on their home court with a chance to play in the NBA finals. Uh, you know, I, I think the guy has been the whipping boy for the Cavs for far too long. And guess what he does? He takes all that shrapnel. He deals with the, the circus that is 
you know, a, a team that has an owner like Dan Gilbert and a lightning rod of a superstar like LeBron James and gets them competing for a championship every year. Dave, let me ask you this one. We saw LeBron in Game 5 look tired. Ty Lue said as much. He's guzzling water. He wasn't getting back over half court. And then somehow, in the next two games, all he did was, you know, play the first 46 minutes, a total domination in Game 6, and then he played the full 48 in Game 7. You know, when you're around LeBron all the time, how does one turn the the, the switch on from, man, I'm tired, I'm gassed, I'm, I'm running on empty two, I got this, it's all good. How, how does LeBron even do that? I mean, it's, it's mental toughness. I mean, that's that's the real answer here. Uh, he's not daunted by any situation. He, he forces himself to reach his limits. And I thought he looked tired in Game 7. Uh, yeah. In the second quarter, I mean, there was a lot of this where he just runs to the corner, um, where he was trying to, to buy 30 seconds, buy uh, 45 seconds of rest and allow his teammates to kind of do the heavy lifting. Uh, you know, it, it wasn't like all of a sudden he, he was – Flying around everywhere, he was. He was putting himself on the floor for 48 minutes, but that was part of game management. You know, the Cavs played with the lowest pace that they had all playoff long in Game Seven, and that was by design. And that you know allowed LeBron also to be effective uh, for that long on the court, uh, even though obviously he, to some extent he's gassed at this point. Last night was his 100th game played. That's the most games he ever played in a single regular season plus the playoffs, tying what he did in 2011. 2011, his season ended in Game 6 of the Finals. So starting with Game 1 of the Finals this year, he'll have played the most games he's ever played in a single regular season plus playoffs. And this is year 15 at 33 years old. Yeah, no, it's 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 real. I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy incredible. Um, Anyone know where Kyrie was last night? I don't, don't know. I don't know. Um, you know, they... they Earlier in the series, it became a bit of a question mark. Well, why was Nick going to Cleveland for the games? Was he trying to avoid that situation? But Gordon Hayward didn't travel also. Daniel um, Thies, or Thies, I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name. He didn't travel either. Um, it, it was odd. You know, I spoke to some people who cover the Celtics. They're like, you know, Gordon Hayward was just in Indianapolis doing workouts, working with a, a place to try to get his running gait back in order. He flew back just for Game 7 for this. Mm. Um, certainly some question marks, and one Cavs source in in the locker room told me, come on, man, Kyrie wasn't here? Come on, man. That was the, the direct quote. Um, <laughs> that, that's a, that, but that is that is that is a, a Kyrie move, right? That is a... That, that's kind it's of a head-scratcher. Yes, but, but that's kind of who Kyrie is a little bit, right? Like, no one's saying he's not super talented, and no one's saying he's not super smart, but but sometimes there's just something about him to which whether he thinks he's smarter or he thinks he's clever or I, I don't know there just is something that NBA guys will tell you that like yeah it's a Kyrie thing only like only Kyrie would pull that 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 sort of deal. Yeah, I mean if I'm one of his Celtic teammates, I, I don't know it, it would it probably sit oddly with me. Uh, but there could be a legitimate reason we don't we don't know we don't know where he was. Hey Dave, who do you think the Cavs would rather face in the finals, Rockets or Warriors? Rockets, hundred times over. Can, and can they beat uh, the Rockets know. without Chris Paul? I think they can. Yeah, I, I truly believe they can. Yeah, you know the, the Cavs have a core that have been to four straight finals. The Rockets, this is a, a new dog and pony show for them. Should they make it? Uh, and you know, you give LeBron a window, he's going to do everything he can to jump through it. So 
uh, I, the, the Rockets would be the more favorable matchup uh, for the Cavs. Just yeah, obviously, we, we know how talented that Warriors roster is. When they turn it on, they can outscore the Rockets by 40 points in the second half of a, a must-win Game Six. Um, you know, the Rockets would be the team that they'd want to draw. Dave, great stuff, awesome article. Appreciate you joining us. Thanks, guys. All right, Dave McVenman from ESPN. Still no idea where Kyrie Irving. Don't know. Um, I, I want to get into the, the, the Kevin Love. Kevin Love could have played, didn't play. Why we're treating basketball players like football players. That's upcoming next with Jason McIntyre. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Callaway's transformative jailbreak technology created an epic shift in ball speed and performance. In fact, it made them the number one driver in golf. Now it's the fairway woods turn. The new Rogue Fairway is the world's first fairway wood with jailbreak technology. And of course, every Rogue Fairway comes equipped with Callaway's legendary 360 face cups, making Rogue the most powerful fairway wood Callaway's ever created. Explore the new Rogue Fairway at CallawayGolf.com and at your local pro shop. Go Rogue with Callaway, the number one woods in golf. Here's what I love about Simply Safe, or at least one of the reasons. They obsess over details like no other home security company. Simply Safe has a camera you can control from your phone. And they came up with this brilliant idea, a privacy shutter for their camera. No one else is doing this. Thinking, how can we protect your home and your privacy? But Simply Safe is different. They do home security right. Check out Simply Safe today at Simply SimplySafeDan.com. That's SimplySafeDan.com to learn more about Simply Safe today. Once again, SimplySafeDan.com. Anyone who tells you you're too late to invest in cryptocurrencies has no idea what's about to happen next. I'm Tika Tawari. I'm a former hedge fund manager, and I worked on Wall Street since the 1980s. To the dot-com boom, the housing boom, the gold boom, cryptocurrencies are the most compelling opportunity I've seen in 30 years. The only one you can start with just $100 and change your life. So I've teamed up to create a short course on crypto investing to help you learn, prepare, and profit. It shows you everything from what cryptocurrencies are, how they work, how to buy them, and what to buy. Even if you think the crypto bubble has burst, or you're too late, or too old, or technologically challenged, you must see this education course now. Go to howtocryptoclass.com now. That's howtocryptoclass.com. Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't sat in your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed. And they're the stuff inside your stuff. Even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs. And it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth parting with the leftover guitar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. You're, you're, you're listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show. Drew Brees was on with Dan Patrick. And Dan asked Drew about the NFL's new policy 
on the national anthem. The national anthem is a way to unify everyone by some people kneeling and some people standing. I think that that's very divisive. There's plenty of things about this country that I think we would all like to see improvements. I just don't think that during the national anthem is a time to voice those opinions. I think that it deserves our full respect. That's a strong statement. Do I think that Drew is playing to a fan base? Yeah. What I think maybe more interesting is here's Drew Brees, who really hasn't offered up many strong opinions throughout his career, stating something that would be counter to many of the loud voices in and out of NFL locker. The Doug Gottlieb Show. He's good. You know, he really is. Weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. There are quite literally dozens of words referring to a woman's breasts. Some whimsical, some unflattering or crude. But one thing is clear. Americans seem obsessed with this part of the female anatomy. Sometimes an obsession can prove positive, like when it promotes greater awareness and increased funding to fight breast cancer. Unfortunately, another kind of cancer causes almost twice as many deaths among women. That's why we'd appreciate it if the next time you referred to a woman's pair of lungs, you actually meant her lungs. Lung cancer kills over 70,000 women a year. And while lung cancer rates have decreased for men in the last 20 years, they've been rising for women. So talk to your friends, family, and doctor. Obsess all you want over that set of lungs you can't live without. For answers to questions, log on to our website, nationallungcancerpartnership.org. The National Lung Cancer Partnership. Women. Research. Change. When you miss your favorite show, no, no, relax. Okay, okay. There's no need to go crazy. This is insane. Maybe it's a good thing. Just podcasting. It's real easy. We're making this hard on ourselves. Go to FoxSportsRadio.com. FoxSportsRadio.com. Click listen, then, then click podcast. It's a big deal. All of your favorite shows are just a click away. This is Fox Sports Radio. Your sports with attitude. Doug Gottlieb and Jason McIntyre from the big lead in for Dan Patrick. Check out the Doug Gottlieb show weekdays, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific. Download the All Ball podcast. It's all hoop all the time. Jason, you got anything else you want to plug? Um, well, I'm going to be at the Uncle Drew movie with Kyrie. No, I'm not. Um, I, Doug, I'm fascinated by the Kyrie Irving situation. Okay, uh, I, I want to so do, I want to do a little yeah. something on concussions here real quick. Okay. okay and I tweeted out something on, I think it was Saturday. That had people going like, you, you don't understand concussions, man. Man, they can, this is my Twitter response guy. The concussions can cause serious permanent brain damage. And like, look, I have full respect for concussions and guys waiting until they're not fully, they're not healthy till they come back and play. But the idea that all of a sudden we have to create a protocol so the guy can't say like, Hey, I'm good. Feel fine. I'm good. Like Kevin Love wanted to play last night. And doctors probably would have cleared him in terms of just regular concussion, like, are you concussed anymore? No. But, but what? This is not football. Well. Okay, there's no, this isn't football. The reason concussion protocol was created was mostly football, a little bit for soccer. Dudes are going out there, still suffering post-concussion symptoms. And now they have CTE. Can you please point out just one case study, 
one former NBA player who can't find his car keys anymore, who has any of this terrible brain or me- brain issues or memory loss that NFL players, college football players have. It doesn't happen, doesn't exist. It's the idea that we have to be super protective of Kevin Love, who's a grown-up, who's like, I'm good. All right, so you can play. Uh, again, I never want to jump into this concussion situation, given we we just don't know how bad it is. But I believe this was Kevin Love's third or fourth concussion, Doug. It's not like it was his first one ever, and they're being overly cautious. He, I don't want to say he has a history of them, but Kevin Love has had multiple concussions. Well, if you have, and when you get you have with multiple that, concussions, that is, in fact, a history of them. Well, I, well I, again, I don't know if he has a bigger history, a deeper one, or or how bad they have been. I just... I'm fine with them sitting Kevin Love in Game Seven. I mean, now he's going to have what three or four days off before Game One of the Finals. No, no, so. I, I, like I don't think it matters for the NBA Finals moving forward. My, my point is more, I, I we're we're so we we want it's like the NBA, like, hey, we got a concussion protocol too, huh? Huh? Like, uh, okay, nobody really asked you. It didn't. You don't have former players suffering from brain injury. All right, let's let's get. You want to get to the Kyrie Irving thing? Your your. So Kyrie Irving, as Dave McMenamin just told us, had been tra- had been had he been traveling with the team? He'd, he'd I believe he had sat in Cleveland. Uh, Gordon Tatum had done some work in Boston. Who's had Gordon go- Tatum? I'm sorry, Gordon Hayward. Yes. had gone to Indiana, had worked out, had flown back for Game Seven. Yes. Gordon Hayward. Yeah, Gordon Hayward's been working out in Indianapolis. And now Kyrie Irving is a no-show in Game Seven. Now we know that Kyrie Irving is a bit of a weird dude. I'm not going to get down that flat Earth. Rabbit hole. Yeah. But I, I just gotta, I know he's a different dude, but how, how can your teammates look at you? Unless this was a family emergency, maybe he has a, uh, you know, girlfriend or wife or p- parent who had an illness, something that we don't know about. I, I, if I'm the Celtics, I need answers. This well, is not the, good. The Celtics should have, if the Celtics knew, they would have gotten out in front of it. Right? It's, it's a very simple press release. Hey, Kyrie's not going to be here. He's got a family emergency. They didn't. And if, if the, you got, listen, you can tell me about all these other guys. Kawhi wasn't traveling with the team. By the way, how's the relationship between Kawhi and the Spurs? Toxic. Right? So we, we, we think toxic. We assume toxic. It can be repaired. It's not beyond repair. So, but the point is, you can, we can compare Kawhi all we want. We can compare Gordon Hayward or any other player who's not playing or Kevin Love. Does he even need to be there if he's in the concussion protocol? Why, why does he have to stay in the locker room? Like, send him home, let him watch on his couch and rest from life. All, all that stuff. Kyrie Irving just won a championship two years ago with, with the Cavs. They lost last year in the finals of the Cavs. He asked for a trade from the Cavs to the Boston Celtics. Okay. This was his doing. If you do that, you have to show up. You have to show up. Kyrie Irving's 26. You have to be there. There is no other place on earth you can be none, none, unless your mom or dad or somebody close to you is yeah. really, really ill. Uh, let's that's hope it. that's the case. I mean, not let's, that you want to hope that that's the case, but I hope Kyrie has a good explanation. No, there's just no. Because you know he's going to be everywhere the next two months promoting right. this Uncle Drew movie. Okay, well, for, we know about, that. He's going to be that. everywhere. The point You've got to show up, Doug. If you win, you have to be there to sh- celebrate with your guys. If you lose, you have to be there to shake the hand How about this? Oh, my of, of LeBron James. How about this? You Doug. have to be there. His his backup, Terry Rozier, just went through a miserable game. You don't think maybe once going to the bench in the second quarter, Kyrie Irving, who hit one of the most clutch shots in NBA Finals history, 
Okay? The game winner against the Warriors. You don't think Terry Rozier could have used some advice from Kyrie? Hey, no. man, actually, relax. Actually, Kyrie Irving actually, has a lot I, of experience. Actually, I don't. I, uh, I don't actually think that helps. Guys, you don't get you to... hearing from somebody who's been in those battles, who's no. hit that shot. No. Oh, jeez. No, I really no don't. No respect, I... Doug. No, it's not no respect. Okay? She's going over there and Kyrie going like, hey, dude, relax. Like, I, I don't need, actually, it has the opposite sometimes, the intended effect. I don't think it has any effect on the team. I think it looks really bad for him. I think it looks really bad. I think it's indefensible unless it's some sort of family illness. That's it. That's the only Kyrie, thing. Kyrie, call in, buddy. But the idea that Kyrie Irving was going to say something like, hey, Terry, relax. Like, oh, oh yeah. Okay, it doesn't now. help to hear from veterans, Doug. Terry, Guys make, who have been in those battles. Make a shot. Make a shot. Oh, okay, thanks. Since you said it, now I'll do it. What does last night's game mean for LeBron James' future? We discuss upcoming next in Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Size, speed, strength, agility, those are the tools you need if you want to go far. But when it comes to your car, you're going to need a lot more tools than that. Luckily, AutoZone has your back with the free Loan-A-Tool program. You can choose from over a 100 specialty tools to help you get the job done right, free of charge. From brake jobs to engine rebuilds, get the one you need. Leave a deposit and bring back the tool when you're done. A 100 specialty tools there to help you. It's that simple. Make sure you get in the zone. AutoZone. If you shower, brush your teeth, or try to make your hair look presentable, I've got good news for you. Dollar Shave Club delivers everything you need to look, feel, and smell your best. And right now, for just 5 bucks, you can get their Daily Essentials Starter Set. That includes Body Cleanser, One Wipe Charlie's, Shave Butter, and their Best Razor, the 6-Blade Executive Plus 4 Replacement Cartridges. Keep the blades coming for just a couple of bucks a month. Check it all out at dollarshaveclub.com slash patrick. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash Patrick. This is the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. The NBA is still a great dramatic product, and every series is filled with the biggest stars in the game. You have LeBron. You have James Harden. You have everything you need in the playoffs. But eventually, people are going to say, you know what? I I don't need to see these games because they're blowouts. I can check in later on, and ratings are going to go down. It's going to happen. It may not be in this playoffs, but now you're talking about the third year where this is happening. And anytime something becomes a bit of a bigger story, you know it's going to continue to gain momentum. It's not the time right now to say, okay, ratings are in, in, in jeopardy, but next year, sure, if the playoffs start out again like this, okay, it's going to be tough to get up for regular season games when we've seen the same final series now four years in a row. And when you think it's the same teams are going to play, you're going to see that kind of fatigue set in. You're listening to Jason Smith with Mike Harmon. Weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. If you had to decide who deserves to go to college, who would it be? A single mom coming back to class with dreams of being a nurse? Or a high school grad intent on a biotechnology career? A police officer learning more about homeland security? Or an out-of-work technician who needs new skills to get a job? Every American deserves a chance for a better future. And community colleges are that gateway for millions of Americans. Our communities and local businesses depend on the students we educate. Today, enrollment at community colleges is growing dramatically. But funding to serve these students is not keeping pace. We need your support to keep the door of opportunity open for all. Important futures are riding on community colleges, including our nation's. Community colleges, the face of America, the future of America. 
This message is from the American Association of Community Colleges. Ladies and gentlemen, Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis is coming right for you. If I were NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell, I would ha- call in all 1,700 uh, uh, players, and I would give them a business analysis of what being political has done for the league in the past two years. And I would say, if you guys think that it's good for our television partners to lose $600 million last year. And given that we are legitimate partners here, that you get 47% of all the television revenue and other revenues when people aren't buying tickets, when they aren't buying as much beer in our stadium, when our sponsors are being having their phone lines overloaded because people disagree with your politics, is that ultimately good for this business's bottom line? I think the answer is no. It's Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Weekdays, 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on iHeartRadio. Fox Sports trending now. LeBron James played every second of Game 7 Sunday night and 35 points, 15 rebounds, and 9 assists later. He was on his way to the NBA Finals for the eighth consecutive time, leading his Cleveland Cavaliers to an 87-79 victory at Boston. Let's get the most out of this season I can, and I'm, I'm determined to get the most. I'm trying to squeeze this orange so there's no more juice left. This is a heck of an accomplishment for our ball club. Tonight at 9 Eastern, Game 7 of the Western Conference Finals from Houston as the Rockets host the world champion Golden State Warriors. Houston head coach Mike D'Antoni says Chris Paul will likely be a game-time decision due to a strained right hamstring. Also tonight at 8 Eastern, Game 1 of the Stanley Cup Final as the expansion Vegas Golden Knights play host to the Washington Capitals. I'm Isaac Lohenkron. We are KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche, Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. There's a breaking point we all have. All season. Uh, we've never given up, and we don't plan on it now. Teams have battled for this. Why couldn't we be the one? There's nothing else to hold back at this point. Picked off, Rozier! To take what's theirs. Hardy from mid-court this time to Capella. Fury's a three-step Curry. Knocked away by Al Horford. Just a beat. The LeBron James legend continues etch their names into history. We saw basketball played at the highest level. So the crowd erupts, the confetti flies. Nobody gives you NBA playoff coverage. This is the champion's home. Like the Dan Patrick Show. During the course of American history, Time and time again, men and women have answered the call to serve. The invasion of Western Europe has begun. They fought to protect the ideals that we hold dear. The forces of Germany have surrendered. We honor those brave men and women who have fallen in the line of duty. It should be every day that we remember our military service people. Today, we commemorate Memorial Day. It just chokes me up. Heck of a job. And God bless America. Welcome to the Memorial Day edition of the Dan Patrick Show. Sitting in for Dan Patrick and broadcasting from the Mercedes AMG Studios. Here's Doug Gottlieb and Jason McIntyre. Dan Patrick Show is brought to you by Mercedes AMG Driving Performance. I am Doug Gottlieb alongside Jason McIntyre. Jason, 
If you don't know, founded a website called The Big Lead. Many of us go to every morning when we wake up to find out stories from the interweb to help us uh, do our radio shows or just start our sports conversation. I didn't start anything. I didn't start the fire. Uh, I forget how the rest of the Billy Joel, jo, jo, uh, Joel song works. We anyway, didn't start the fire. Yeah, I got, got it. I didn't. I didn't. Good. All good. I'm touring with Taylor Swift. Good. Uh, All good. Later this summer. Got it. Got it. Uh, we got a lot to get to. We have uh, Marcus Thompson's going to join us from the Athletic, a Bay Area columnist. And as Jason's been tracking, line moving in yeah. Vegas on tonight's Western Conference Finals. Rockets were five and a half point dogs yesterday at home in game seven. Now it's six and a half. So Doug, does that mean Igudala perhaps in? Chris Paul perhaps out? I mean, we're, we're looking at a situation where we're going to have two game sevens for the first time since 1979 and both road teams are going to win. That would be pretty fascinating. Now I'm in the camp where I 100% want Warriors Cavs. I want round four. I want LeBron getting his shot again against Durant for redemption. We know Durant murdered him last year in the finals, especially in the fourth quarter. I don't know how I'd feel about Rockets, LeBron. I will say, if Chris Paul's out, I give LeBron a great chance to beat the Rockets in the finals. But I just don't know how appealing it is to me to have Houston perhaps go against Cleveland. It's just not like Steph Curry, my guy, led the league in jersey sales the last three years. Kevin Durant, one of the best stories in the NBA, going from Oklahoma City to Golden State. Give me the Warriors tonight, Doug. Covering six and a half. Uh, look, look, the whole, the whole thing is going to be fascinating. Uh, as far as you running your own tout service, I'm waiting for you to go like, <laughs> okay, now, listen, I've given you six straight winners, six straight winners. No, I okay. Had you call me 877-999-FOX. I will give you seven. I will give you the number over under and the number tonight. Guaranteed lock, Jason McIntyre. Anyway, that's not bad. I understand. That's not bad. This is my Sunday morning driving when I'm going to get coffee. Like, oh, where's Fox Sports Radio? Can I stop getting the tout services? That's, by the way, going to be many local radios once, uh, a lot of local radio once we, once we get into the, uh, gambling being, uh, legal at your, you know, your local parlor. But, um, uh, my level of interest obviously would be, I guess, peak if it was Golden State, although I, I do think that's a bad matchup. The, the Warriors were were built to beat the Cavs as much as beat up on everybody else. It's a really good matchup for them. I I, I still think Houston would be a favorite even with a limping Chris Paul. I just feel bad for Chris Paul. Oh, stop. Let me stop. Come on. What do you mean you feel bad for Chris? He gets hurt every postseason, Doug. How can you feel bad for that? Has he gotten hurt every postseason? I mean, basically was he every hurt last postseason. Po- was he hurt last postseason? No, he just choked in Game 7 at home against Gordon Hayward and the Jazz. Okay, we choked after he came through in Game 6, and he choked in Game 7. He did. Okay. okay. Um, Two years ago, he was hurt with Blake Griffin. I think he's had a couple in... He just always seems to get well, hurt Blake at Griffin, inopportune time. Blake Griffin has been hurt. Wasn't Blake, Blake Griffin, Griffin has hurt? been hurt. Now he's in Detroit, and he's irrelevant, and nobody talks Okay, so so the the point was, you're mad because you live in L.A., and oh, they, have, they have both volleyed back and forth getting hurt. Yeah. I'm an actual human being who's like, man, I like Chris Paul. I think he's the best true point guard league still has. And yet here he, here he, you know, moved his family, moved mountains, said the Clippers thing's not going to work and became the second weapon for the Houston Rockets. And here they were a game away from going to the NBA finals, taking down the Golden State Warriors, who many of us thought were not beatable. Yeah. No, I'm in that camp. And he wasn't healthy enough to go in game six and 
you know, again, if you base it on numbers, and Vegas has a tendency to know these things. Yes. Probably not going tonight or won't be healthy tonight. Yeah. And there's not anywhere. If you have a bad hammy, yeah. where are you going to hide against the Warriors? Yeah. We can't put you when you're six feet tall. We can't. We can put you on Kevon Looney, maybe. Yes, no, and that, him. and right. So, boy, it's, I, I feel terrible for him. Yeah. Let me, let me, here's how you need to look at Chris Paul. Okay. okay. Does anybody whine in the league for more calls than Chris Paul? And we know everybody in the NBA whines, but nobody whines more than Chris Paul. Chris Paul has never fouled anyone, Doug. It's, oh, me? What? What are you talking about? No, he argues more than they, anybody. They, and let's, oh, time out, Doug. They, they, let's actually, go to the history the of te- Chris Paul hitting, he's gone Draymond more times than, Draymond's gone Draymond. I mean, Chris Paul, dating back to his days at Wake Forest, has been a below-the-belt guy. He's taken many shots at people. I mean, somehow he's got this, oh, he's the greatest point guard ever. Uh People love him more than Curry. People love it. Think, oh, he's better than Isaiah Thomas and John Stott. What, when did I, that, I'm just when saying, did, when, where this are these, narrative where are about these, Chris Paul built around stats? What, wait, the stat what, guys, the advanced stat guys, stat I know guy? you don't talk to what them. What advanced stat uh, guys? I've had many of them on my radio show. These guys love Chris Paul. Oh, guess who I, has... I, I like Chris Paul. Guess I think which Chris point guard awesome. has the great, has the highest per in playoff history. Yeah, I think, I believe it's Chris Paul. And they fall back on these stats. Yeah. Well, Chris Paul, yeah, player efficiency rating. Tremendous. Yeah, okay. So that, like, that means he's one of the best point guards ever. Like, like this love yeah. affair with Chris Paul, his whining, the shots below the belt. I, I'm just not a Chris Paul guy. And okay, I, good. Undeniably, that, that, is, that is noted. That undeniably, is, that is, that is, he's, he's had a great series okay. when he's been healthy. So, so the, the the point the point being, um, you're not a Chris Paul guy. I don't know where these imaginary conversations that you've had with people about John Stockton <laughs> or how we got into the how we got into the PER rating. You don't feel bad for him. I feel terrible for him. Now. I guess the, the next level of the question is, you know, we both think the Rockets are a better matchup for the Cavs, that you give the Cavs much more of a fighting chance if it's the Rockets than you do the Golden State Warriors, correct? Yes, no doubt. Okay. So does last night have any effect in your mind over LeBron staying in Cleveland? I, I <laughs> This is great. I like this topic, by the way. I believe that LeBron has surveyed the landscape. Oh, man, I got the oldest team in the playoffs. Look how I had to drag George Hill, Rodney Hood, these guys. I can't believe what I just did. I left it all on the court. I played all 82 games. I led the NBA in minutes. Cleveland, I did everything in my power to get us back to the finals. And you know what? We just, we're, we're going to run into the Warriors. We'd probably get swept. I've got to go to a better situation. I think for the Lakers and, you know, I don't think he goes to the Sixers, but the Sixers will claim they've got a shot at LeBron. I think beating the Celtics works in favor of getting LeBron out of Cleveland. Because it proved, hey, man, I can get through these, but we got Ben Simmons and uh, Joel Embiid coming up. The Celtics with Kyrie and Gordon Hayward are going to be excellent next year. I think LeBron is gone. I think this was an amazing accomplishment, and I think he knows, man, this is a, this is an awful team. There is a, Nobody else in the NBA could have done what I just did. Look what I went through this year in Cleveland. How dysfunctional this franchise is. Well, I got well, Dan Gilbert here. For, Dan Gilbert, get out of here. Do, do, I, do I think he's likely gone? I, I think the, the, the likelihood he's going to look at it and say, yeah, probably it's probably time to go. Now, there is the challenge of, hey, dude, you're going to go to the Western Conference. You're not going to the best team, and you're probably not going, unless you go to Houston, then, then maybe you have the best team, but they're not going to have the same ancillary pieces around, around. Eric Gordon's gone. Some of the other three point shooting, three point threats are gone. And it becomes just three star players who are all, you know, two of them will be past their prime in terms of age. Mm-hmm. 
and you're going to have to get, you know, guys on Jeff Green type of contracts and, and hope that that works out, which, uh, has worked and hasn't worked based upon his eight years. On the other hand, eight years in the East, it might not work in the West. Um, and, and what you're saying, like, look, I do think there's a part of it to which think of the adulation he's getting for simply getting to the NBA finals. Yeah. Which, as much as we can say it's difficult, we also spent the first 20 minutes telling you it wasn't really that difficult. <laughs> Nobody thinks those teams in the East are that good, and he didn't have to play the Celtics at full strength, right? And so, and you can tell me Kevin Durant couldn't have done it. I don't know. You give four shooters to Kevin. By the way, LeBron James picked those pieces. He well, wanted, he wanted, he absolutely so wanted So you JR. believe in February? No, no, no. Okay, no. okay. No. You're saying, well, they just that won was, a title. That they was just done. won a title, so he got them extended, J.R. Smith. And Tristan Thompson. He did not know that Kevin Durant was going to the Warriors to form the greatest super team. It doesn't, doesn't matter. The, the point was that he, he has the same agent as these guys. And instead of going to them, and first he could have offered up, I'm going to take a little less. JR's going to take a little less. Tristan's going to take a little oh, less. Oh, no, no, no. LeBron should never take anything less. Not at his level when the owners are pocketing millions and millions of dollars. So LeBron should not this take This has nothing to do with the owners, Jason. Zero to do with the owners. He's putting money in their pocket by playing in Cleveland. There so what? Statistical studies have been done, Doug, saying that when LeBron went back to Cleveland, he infused hundreds of millions of dollars it's, into the it's market. It's amazing the what he's done in the market. You know where else he's infused money into? His own pocket. Like, dude's going to have, dude's, his, his shoe deal with Nike is going to be worth close to a billion dollars when it's done. So none of this, this is chump change. This is couch money. Okay, and what creates what would created a, a a super legacy that no one could have taken a shot at would have been LeBron going like, "Hey, I'm worth every penny. I'm worth what they can't even pay me." But instead, I'll take twenty because I'm making a bunch on the back end. No, and let me get him, him, and him. And oh yeah, by the way, even if he doesn't take less, LeBron James is big enough, powerful enough to go to Tristan, to go to uh, Jr., to go to any of these guys that they wanted to sign, and say, "Hey, it's Kevin Love," and go, "Hey, man." I want you to stay here. Kevin Love wouldn't have done it because that's not Kevin Love, but Tristan would have done it and JR would have done it. I want you guys to play for five million a year. Oh. For four million a year. And I'll take care no, of you on the back end. Oh, okay. But, but he did not do that. And so for, for us to all complain no, about the pieces that have, well, it, it's, it's, well, JR and Tristan Thompson came up big yesterday in game seven. They, Tristan Thompson had 10 and nine. Well, okay, so which is it? You're trying to shots. have it both ways. Either these guys are bums or these guys came up big. Well, both, which is why it? can't both be true? They're they not are bums true. and they had a great game seven. They're not bums. Oh my JR, goodness. JR Smith is just a shooter who's actually become a decent defender during his time with the Broncos. He Bronze had an James. awful series. They nearly benched him in this series. That's, that's how bad guy. he was. People wanted but Kyle Korver starting. But that's been J.R. Smith's entire career. None of this has changed, Jason. Tristan Thompson is the same guy. Sometimes no, he's totally different. He, ch- he changed when he started dating uh, the Kardashian. He went from being a, I'm going to grind in the paint and get every rebound and defend and he was so soft this year, he was unplayable for much of 82 games. Now, I'll give Ty Lue credit. He was able to say, you know what? Tristan Thompson can shut down Al Horford. And the numbers, when Thompson was on the floor against Horford, Horford's numbers plummeted. So that was one good move. Tristan Thompson delivered in this series after having an awful season. It's 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 because they have to play Kevin Love at center so that LeBron can have the entire Kevin lane didn't even play. I'm telling you why he had such a terrible year is because... The league has changed, right. even in the two years since they won an NBA championship, to where now everybody's playing pace and space, everyone's shooting threes, yeah. and Tristan Thompson can't shoot. 
And whereas even Jonas Valanciunas is shooting threes. All these guys are shooting. Tristan can't shoot. That's why his usefulness is not nearly, it's a, a lack of, uh, of foresight. But, but here's, here's my, my honest thought on LeBron is I don't think he's thought anything about it. I don't think he's thought, have, do I think he's uh, open to discussions about all these teams and he's still probably likely to leave? Sure. So you like, just the said- people are like, well, well, listen. <laughs> He's, he's renovating his home in Brentwood, California. Which one? He's got two. So do you know who's? Do you know who else is renovating their home in Brentwood, California? Ninety percent of Brentwood. Everybody, California. everybody, right? Like every when you go to affluent parts of Southern California, you see those porta potties and uh, and and work trucks outside every. It's literally happening at like every other door. So that's not a sign that LeBron's leaving. Okay, LeBron. Not wanting to shake hands with Dan Gilbert, the owner, is not a sign that he's leaving. They don't love each other. Are you other. saying he's staying? No. I'm, I'm saying. You think he has not given it. So LeBron, the guy who allegedly handpicks coaches and teammates and gets everybody paid. Right. And who has, uh, you know, basically had an amazing career that's on par with Michael. You think he's thought nothing of his future? Doug, to, how to often say, do you on. spend thinking about your future? But again, me, but, but, but everybody I, in the studio, we all think about our, it's human I, nature. I, I understand. It's human nature to sit and be lost in thought in it. On the other hand, we don't have the business interest he has. We don't have the family he has. We don't have this ability to compartmentalize. What he's doing, okay, what I'm marveling at is now he's winning the mental game that he didn't win in his first five, seven years in the NBA. Dallas. That, that he's able. <laughs> J.J. That, Barea. That, it's not just that. There's been other times, even against the Spurs, to which uh he was thinking too much about his jump shot, thinking too much about all of the other things instead of just playing and and understanding each possession is important. I think he'll get to that. I think he'll still probably leave. I think he'll look at it and go like, eh, it's not that much fun. And it'd be, let's, let's try this thing in LA. Everyone wants to move their family to LA, be in movies, be in production, be a megastar. But the idea that he sat down and put Philadelphia, no. No, no, Houston, I don't think it's that level. Maybe, but I will say this. I believe LA, he's already yes. moving chess pieces on the Lakers. They have cleared the cap room. Magic Johnson has done a He's masterful job. He's not doing job. that. Magic and right. Rob Palinka have said this is no, what we're, we're doing. We're not naive. You know how things work in the sports media industry. Things are laid out six to 12 months in advance before they happen and become known to everybody. I'm certain that LeBron knows, okay, Lakers have the cap room. This guy's available. Everybody guy. knows that the Lakers have the right. cap room. And LeBron, the, cap, the they, master. They've had press conferences. The master is moving chess pieces around. Hey, but wait, I think we, this wait, is one of just, your favorite things, right? Just Everybody's playing his, checkers. He's playing chess. He and Magic Johnson and LeBron are playing chess uh, together there, on one, the same team. There's one player in the NBA right now that has everybody com- has completely forgotten about and frankly, totally disrespected. Like I've never seen a level of disrespect for this human being the way I have read it, seen it, heard it. We'll get to that upcoming next on the Dan Patrick Show. That's a good tease. That's If you're car shopping, you've probably heard of terms like MSRP, invoice, list price, or dealer price, but do you know what they mean? It's enough to confuse anybody, but not anymore. Introducing True Price from True Car. It's a price that actually means something because it's the exact price you'll pay for the car you want, including fees and accessories. So no hidden fees. Best of all, you'll know if your true car price is competitive because true car shows you what other people paid for the same car you want. Visit true car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. 
Many of you have an Odyssey putter in your bag, or at the very least, you've played an Odyssey putter before, but you've never seen one that performs like this. It's the new XO line from Odyssey. Incredibly forgiving. The new white-hot micro-hinge insert. Now, that'll get the ball rolling sooner on its intended line with the legendary white-hot feel that you've all come to expect and know. For unparalleled confidence on the greens, you need to try it. It's the new XO putter. You can pre-order your Odyssey XO putter today at odysseygolf.com. Anyone who tells you you're too late to invest in cryptocurrencies has no idea what's about to happen next. I'm Tika Tawari. I'm a former hedge fund manager, and I worked on Wall Street since the 1980s. To the dot-com boom, the housing boom, the gold boom, cryptocurrencies are the most compelling opportunity I've seen in 30 years. The only one you can start with just $100 and change your life. So I've teamed up to create a short course on crypto investment to help you learn, prepare, and profit. It shows you everything from what cryptocurrencies are, how they work, how to buy them, and what to buy. Even if you think the crypto bubble has burst, or you're too late, or too old, or technologically challenged, you must see this education course now. Go to howtocryptoclass.com now. That's howtocryptoclass.com. It's the Ben Maller Show. Not all these regular season games have the build-up. They don't. Some games stand out. This weekend, for example, in the Boogie Down Bronx, it was a promoter's dream. The much-ballyhooed Shohei Otani to take the mound and square off against his fellow countryman, Masahiro Tanaka. The Angels and the Yankees. One problem, the great Otani, the Babe Ruth of Japanese baseball, back out of the start. Is he hurt? No. Perfectly healthy. Angel management, embarrassed, was left to cover for Otani, who backed out of the start. And they said, to cover for Otani, they said that that start had been pushed back for, quote, workload management. <laughs> ben Maller. The Ben Maller Show. I'm sorry, we're on the air right now. Weeknights, 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. On Fox Sports Radio. You wanted to see me? Yes, please, have a seat. So here's the thing. When this company brought you on, we took a chance on you. You didn't have that four-year college degree we typically look for. Right. But we gave you a shot anyway. And since then, you've worked incredibly hard and given it your all. Thanks. You've been an important asset to the team. But I don't think you can be an intern here anymore. We want to hire you. You're, you're serious? Absolutely. Find your next great employee. Introduce yourself to the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. I won't let you down. I know. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. All right, I'm ready. This is Steve Gorman Sports. 
New York Giants memorabilia lawsuit. Oh, yeah, on Eli. Eli Manning sure. uh, accused of putting, in quotes, game-worn memorabilia onto the memorabilia market that was not game-worn. The team and Eli, they settled with the accusers. Now it comes out that the longtime equipment director and the assistant equipment manager and then the equipment locker room manager all let go. I don't know how long they've been with the Giants, yeah. but I know something stinks on the inside because I don't think these guys would be fired just to save Eli's face. That's what I was going to ask. Well, if they're the ones in charge of getting the memorabilia out, I mean, Eli's not honestly keeping up with what jersey he no, wore. No, not at all, dude. That's up to them. It's out of Eli's hands. It could have been, hey, two for the memorabilia, one for me. Two for the memorabilia, well, that, yeah, one for me. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Probably, I would imagine the word malfeasance is applicable here. Malfeasance is applicable. Steve Gorman Sports. I'm in a nightmare hallucination. Weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Days are getting hectic. Crazy. Kids are throwing tantrums. The significance are nagging. The world's not slowing down for anyone. Welcome to the club. Good news. We're here to save your day. You know where we're going. From mornings until nights. And we're going big. All day, every day. Huge day indeed. We're your escape. So listen to us. Come on. You know who we are. Uh, right? We're Fox Sports Radio. Memorial Day to you. Hopefully you're enjoying what most people consider the first official day of summer, first official weekend of summer. Doug Gottlieb and Jason McIntyre in for Dan and the Danettes. Um, a lot of fun watching Hoop over the weekend. It's always interesting to me on how, um, like, uh, Jason, you and you, your wife and your kids, you guys staycationed, right? You stayed home? Yeah, we didn't go out of town. This is a big day for me. First time, you know, you do this regularly. For me, first time on the Dan Patrick show. Last time, by the way, I just that one. Uh, not <laughs> Thank good you for so the far. vote of confidence. Reviews not, Mr. Not, 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 not good so far. Uh, um, so yeah, we just stuck around out here in LA. It's it's awesome. I've been out here almost exactly two years now. You know, doing FS1, Fox Sports Radio, and the website, and it's it's a blast, man. You've lived out here a long time. I love it. I mean, and watching sports, it's tremendous. Because like tonight's game, Warriors Rockets. What is it? Tip time is. Six o'clock out here? Five thirty, right? Yeah, it's awesome. You watch dinner, you you know, you kids get to see the game. My kids, they're gonna be rocking their curry jerseys tonight. And uh we'll be rooting for the Warriors. So so my my wife, she she wanted to get out of town per se and get to where it's it's hot. And this hey, look, if you're on the East Coast, you finally had a great weekend. Unbelievable weather, Wrigley, Yankee Stadium where you saw the Angels come in, trout put on a show on Saturday night. Um weather in Southern California was cool and they called May Gray. Cool in the morning and sunny and nice and like 70 degrees, which yeah. is perfect anywhere else. But if you're here, it's like, it's like that every day. Been kind of cool. So we went to the desert and my wife was giving me a little bit of grief last night over, uh, over, Hey, she wanted to go to like a family dinner. Like we had a little family vacation, a couple of days off. We're going to go to dinner. All right. Do they have a TV there? Like, why do we need a TV? Like, that's, we're trying to get away from devices. No, no, no. And just, I was like, honey, I, I love you. <laughs> game seven. I love you. This is game seven. This is what you got into. <laughs> well, right. So she was kind of giving me a little bit of grief and then 
Kirk Morrison, who of course works for the NFL Network and used to play for the Raiders, he's in the pool and he's like, "What are you guys watching?" Everywhere we go, people, "What are you watching tonight?" Our friends invited us over to a different hotel because they were watching, so we did eat and watch the game. And while watching the game at a restaurant, on text, on Twitter, and during the game, I heard something I feel is like blasphemy, blasphemy, which is Jason Tatum was way better than we could have thought this year. I thought he was the most ready to play of the rookies, and he lived up to that and exceeded anybody's realistic expectations. Right. But I heard, I I think it was Mark Jackson say that he's their second best player. Oh, Chris Broussard's been pushing this nonsense. Chris Broussard's been pushing yeah, And I love you, Broussard. And, and I got, I got buddies who are, who are ball guys. They're like, yo, DG, you got to come off this Gordon Hayward thing. Oh, and, whoa. And I just, I need people to breathe a little bit. Okay. Look, let's start with this Celtics team wasn't particularly good. This idea that Marcus Smart, who went to my same school, played point guard, was tremendous, is going to somehow be a starter and a star elsewhere. Like, dude, Marcus Smart has all the intangibles in the world. You know, he doesn't have. The tangible. Yeah, but somebody's going to pay him. Uh, somebody's going to pay him. That's, that's not the point. The point is, there's not an Eastern Conference or Western Conference playoff team that he'd be a starting point guard for. There isn't. Matter I of fact, agree, even, with, even with Kyrie Irving out, yeah. he wasn't the starting point guard for a reason. Right. Okay, for a reason. He's a great change of pace guy. Um, Terry Rozier's their fourth guard for a reason. And and when you're playing with backups who are playing, and look, they're they're playing inside their starting center, Aaron Baines. I mean, that's really a backup. Right, he doesn't start on anywhere else in the East or anywhere else in the West. And so, when you're starting backups, the guys who were your starters, they're getting more opportunities. Jason Tatum has a chance to be better than Gordon Hayward, but I haven't heard anything like, "Dude, this Gordon Hayward, oh, he's not that good. He's just okay." Like Gordon Hayward was an All Star in the West last year. Gordon Hayward averaged 22 a game in the West last year. He's basically over the last four years been 20. Five and four. That's his. He's also improved every single year he's been in the league. He's correct. made leaps and bounds improvement wise. Good. And he's perfect for Brad Stevens and the Celtics. He's unselfish. He's not going to force shots. He's a team player defensively off. I love Gordon Hayward. Well, the, 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 obviously he would also be the first player in NBA history to be worse with Brad Stevens than he was with else. <laughs> right. Like, Isaiah Thomas is barely in the league, bouncing around as a backup, becomes an MVP candidate with him. Avery Bradley, Jay Crowder, just, on down You just down go, the list. go through it. Like, and, and I thought that Brad, there were some moments last night where Brad probably knows it got away from him. He could have called some more sets instead of letting those guys play, which has been effective for him in the series. So Brad's not perfect. But this idea that, like, Gordon Hayward somehow now has taken a step back as a player. He was the most sought after free agent in the market. Last year for a reason. Well, there's a, Jason Tatum has a chance to be better. He's not a better yeah. player. And that's how good the Celtics would have been had they been at full strength. Doug, this also goes to gambling stuff, right? We only remember what we just last saw. Everybody will say, Oh, I, last week, you know, the Chargers were incredible. So this week they're got it. They, no, that's not how it works. And people are now seeing, well, Jason Tatum slaughtering Ben Simmons head to head in the last round and Jason Tatum is killing the Cavs. He must be better than Gordon Hayward. 
I, I will maintain, and we don't have to go through the top 25, but Gordon Hayward's a top 25 player in the league. Well, he's an he all-star. could be top 20. He was an all-star in the West last yeah. year. I mean, so the guy's I would incredible. Say he's a little bit better. And than this team next year, assuming Kyrie's back and this mysterious absence in game sevens doesn't cost him, uh, cause you know, he's going to need to get paid next summer. And this is a guy who's a little flighty and, you not many guys have left LeBron willingly, Doug. So when you look at Kyrie, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Gordon Hayward, Al Horford, and and Marcus Morris coming off the bench, Rozier coming off, like this is going to be a 65 win team next year. I mean, they won 55 this year with Brad Stevens. Uh, again, no Gordon Hayward and Kyrie missed probably 20 games. Well, this is and this is one of the things that's funny. So at the end, towards the end of the game, we were done with dinner. And my kids went to have ice cream, like across the street. And I'm like, I'm gonna stay here and watch more. It's like fine. So I'm standing at the bar, and Kyle Korver. Remember, he only hit one shot last night, but he comes off a double pin down, full speed, runs, catches, jumps, shoots a three. And this lady at the bar is like, "Whoa, who's that? Why is he shooting?" And it's two people who don't watch a ton of basketball, obviously. And they're they're saying all these things about why is that guy in? Why is he shooting? Who is he? And I was like. He made a three-point shot in like 300 straight games. One of the best three-point shooters in, in NBA history, history. NBA history. 37 years old. Trust me, you want him shooting that ball. They're like, oh, so you're a Celtics fan? I was like, or Cavs fan? I was like, no, I just know a thing or two about what we're watching. Anyway, the point is that there are so many people who don't actually watch a good portion of the season. Like Jason Tatum was awesome this year to the tune of 14 a game. He shot 43% from three, which is Way above any level you'd think for a young, you know, hybrid forward stepping out to NBA three point range. Right, let me for the ask first you this: this, this just led me to a question because Broussard and I had discussed this in five but like years. Gordon Hayward, like right now, Gordon Hayward or Jason Tatum? Gordon Hayward, right now. Yes, Everyone no who knows basketball would like you. Can Gordon Hayward as good as Jason Tatum was last night? Finish top five in MVP voting five years from now. I have no idea. I think he can. Remember when we saw Kawhi Leonard as a no rookie? Idea. When we saw Kawhi Leonard will Joel, as a rookie. Will Joel Embiid be healthy? Will Ben Simmons well, develop a jump different. shot? I mean, we're to, that that has to happen. I mean, there's no way Ben Simmons doesn't develop a jump well, shot. Even without a jump shot, you would I would probably rather have him than Jason Tatum. It's a hard one because Tatum's a score and Ben Simmons does yeah. everything else better. There's, it's a bunch to it. There's things we just don't know. Um, but look, I think Jason Tatum has a chance to be great. Yeah. I think, but this, I, this, I, this idea that like Gordon Hayward somehow is taking a step back and Jason Tatum is a better player right now. I don't think people have a healthy respect for dude. Gordon Hayward was awesome last year and has continually gotten better. He happened to break his ankle two minutes into the season this year. Yeah. I think he'll be fine. And I think you'll find out that he's really awesome and he would be the first player in NBA history to not be better with Brad Stevens than he was without Brad Stevens. Right. He went from the top free agent to, you know, they could trade him. Oh, and stop they could find it. a stop They could go and get Kawhi Leonard. Moronic. They could go and get Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard. All right, let's get to tonight. Jason McIntyre, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan and the Danettes. Jason has pointed out because he's got big money on tonight's game. I do not have that big the money. Li- that the line has moved from five and a half upon which time we woke. Yeah, it's special English. And six and a half right now. So maybe that means that Chris Paul's not playing. Maybe that means that Andre Iguodala is playing. Maybe maybe it's both. You know who might know? Marcus Thompson. He covers, among other things, the Warriors uh, for the Athletic Bay Area. He's a columnist for the Athletic. Great website. 
True journalism. It's awesome. He does a great job at Thompson Scribe. Um, let's, let's start with the line. Does Vegas know something that the rest of us are trying to wonder as far as who's playing and who's not playing? Man, I think the uncertainty is driving it, right? It's like, we don't know what's going to happen. So let's just lean on experience. Uh, I, man, it's so tough whether Iguodala is going to play. Like the reads are really hard. I think everybody's kind of scared to say one way or the other. It just doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good at all. But man, it's game seven. If he, if he can't play, he better come out in the cast, I think. Otherwise, uh, he's going to have a lot of explaining to do. Hey, Marcus, uh, what's up? Jason McIntyre here. I, I, I'm trying to get into the mind of Kevin Durant. He was outstanding in the first two games. I think he had like 75 points. I just wonder, last two games we've seen him, you know, he, he looked a little uncertain. Maybe he's pressing. Uh, I told Doug this was the first true adversity Kevin Durant has faced since getting to the Warriors. I, I just got to ask you, what's Durant been like in the locker room the last few days at practice? He just seems like he's playing a little tight. Your Your thoughts? No question. He's been definitely a little bit more quiet, a little bit more reflective. He's just got a look in his eye like you can tell he's thinking a lot, right? You can you can just see it on his face. I do think, I think this is true about a lot of the Warriors, I do think he's a player who doesn't feel comfortable when you're physical with him. Yeah. And Trevor Ariza is being really physical with him. And he's kind of got to figure out how to make it happen. And I do think, uh, you know, to be honest, a little bit, Steve Kerr has been putting him in tough spots. He's just like, hey, dude, go post up. Like, just go post up, post up, post up. That's really, I mean, he could do it, but it's not his game. And then you got P.J. Tucker helping, and he's taking bad shots, and he doesn't doesn't look the greatest doing it. I think it it all kind of has gotten into his head. And, like, second half, he just became a passer and was a little bit, you know, passive on offense and kind of just get play the ball. So, yeah, he, he is in, like, a weird mental space that we really have not seen since he came to the world. I, I almost feel like I, – I feel like whether it's him listening too much to idiots like us that, that – that To you, about, yeah, and me. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, like, look, I – and, and you know, it's obvious Steve Kerr's tried to make some suggestions and – you know, like, it, you don't, like, it, the re, you don't change a guy's jump shot in season, right? You'd never, you'd never do that. You never change a guy's jump shot mid-season. You never change a guy's, uh, golf swing mid-tournament. You gotta have months before, like, people making, and Steve Kerr making kind of mental adjustments to Kevin Durant in series, I feel like it's getting the opposite of the intended effect. I agree 1000%. I think, I think the matchup hunting, like, has a little bit taken him out of his game. And, you know, I, I think Kevin Durant had designs on being a dominant player. I think, I mean, he's made it very clear he wants to be considered the best in the league and be up there with LeBron. And I think struggle is like he's having a tough time. Just, just the way the Rockets are playing him, they're like, Ariza is in his jersey. And he's got to make stuff happen. And then when it's Chris, when it was Chris Ball, like the help is coming his way. So now he's in this position where he, he struggled a little bit. And I, I think he just, he, he only knows dominating with the Warriors. That's all mm-hmm. he knows. So this is a, this is adversity and you can see him fight through, but you can see it on his face. Like he's just, he's just not the most comfortable dude in that locker room. Marcus, let me ask you about Steve Kerr. Uh, you put the blowouts aside. I kind of wonder. 
if Steve Kerr's been outcoached in two fourth quarters by D'Antoni. I mean, in those two close games, it looked like the Warriors lost their identity. They're they're a passing team, screening, cuts, off-ball movement. We saw almost none of that in two fourth quarters. You know, this is obviously Game Seven's going to be tight. Well, you know, what can the Warriors do differently that they didn't do in the first two close games, uh, your games four and five? Look, this is going to sound a little bit, you know, obvious considering I wrote the book on the guy, <laughs> but it's pretty easy. Yeah. Like, put the ball in Steph's hands. Like, it's, it's really that simple. The funny part is this has been a conversation with the Warriors for four years. And Steph is such a, like, a team player. He won't just go take the ball and he'll run the play, but. Sometimes they just get too matchup hunting. They, yes. they look at the height and they say, "Oh, this guy is this tall. This guy is this short. Like go at him," and you end up taking the ball out of the hands of your best playmaker. So the answer is pretty simple: like pick and roll, whatever the case, however you want to do it, just put the ball in the hands of Steph Curry because it just affects everybody when he when he's doing what he does. It it comes down to that. It's easy. Give him the ball. Let him make the play. Um, uh, Marcus Thompson joining us from The Athletic. Doug Gottlieb, Jason McIntyre in for Dan and the Danettes here on the Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. It's interesting because I, I kind of think they've gotten caught in a little bit of a bridge year, right? Like the young guys that come off the bench are still a little bit too green to really, really help them. And then the old guys are a little bit too old because you, you run the risk, like an Iguodala, uh, of an injury. Um, what happens if they lose tonight? Like, could, could, could we see a massive change in this roster if they lose tonight? I think it's happening either way, right? Whoa! <laughs> no matter what happens. I mean, look at, you got the top four, right? Who are you keeping out of the rest of them? Like, you could say Iguodala, right? After that, are you married to Sean Livingston at this point? No. Nick Young is gone. You got six centers. Zaza <laughs> Javel is gone. That's four. Like, I mean, you start looking up and down his roster. You, I guess you keep Jordan Bell. Do you keep McCall, who's a free agent? You know, uh, Kavon Looney might be gone. Can you keep him? They can only offer him the minimum. I think no matter what happens, this roster is going to look very different. It will still, it probably will still have the same top, right? It'll be top heavy. Uh, but, you're looking at at least six new spots. That's if they if they win. If they lose, <laughs> now you might now you might be looking at uh, uh like a big change. Maybe I oh, would be surprised. Well, wait a minute, Mark. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let me ask one quick question about Game Seven. <laughs> we just saw Cleveland's role players come up big. J.R. Smith hit three threes in the second half. Uh Jeff Green had a monster game, 19 points for Jeff Houston. Green. Right, we I know Jeff Green, right? We know Houston's role players are going to have to deliver. Is this the kind of game where if I'm Steve Kerr, the one guy I'm focused on outside of Harden, obviously, it's got to be Eric Gordon, right? Got to be. It's got to be. It's like he's the guy who's burned them. Look, you you, you want to take away the corner threes from PJ Tucker and Trevor Reese, yes. but those kill you. But like Eric Gordon is is a difference maker. Like I mean, that's that's, that's all they got. The rest of the guys. Kind of got to create for them. It's, it's a specific situation where they hurt you. Eric Gordon is a guy who kind of is like a wild card, and he could really burn you. And he was just walking into threes in the first quarter. So I, I'm with you. If you take away Eric Gordon, I think they win. And it looks, James Harden gets forty. Marcus, it looks like Kevin Durant has been matched up with Gordon a lot. Has, it, has that been the matchup? It's it's been Ariza and and. Uh, and Gord, he's kind of splitting between two, but they do so many pick and rolls and screens that 
Yeah, they just try you, and get you end up on, you end up on a lot of people. Yeah, they just they just hunt, but. If they take away Eric Gordon, I think they win. I think that's what it's going to come down to. I I, I legitimately feel bad for David West when he's out there. Like, oh, <laughs> like, like was David West ever an all star? I feel like he was an all star. I think he was like one year. Him and Chris Paul when they were in New Orleans. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, here's a guy who averaged twenty one a game. You know, guy gave away ten million dollars to try to win a championship, and now he. Like they just try. Uh, what was he just trying to buy minutes in the first quarter to wear down Houston? Like what was the, what is he doing playing his bench and giving up thirty nine? Like that's that's a risky proposition to get down that big. Welcome to Steve Kerr. <laughs> Steve Kerr was playing Anderson Varejao and Festus Azili in Game Seven of the NBA Finals. So this is what he does. He just believes that everybody can help, and I can trust you. Give me two minutes, like. He doesn't like his players playing 40-plus minutes. He thinks they're tired at the end, and he just tries to buy minutes. I mean, he had Kavon Looney, David West, uh, and Jordan Bell. Like, what? Are you? It was the worst <laughs> offensive. They were like, you take it. No, you take it. No, you take it. And the Houston guys like, wait, we don't even have to guard any of these guys. It any was really... of you, right? Yeah. Hey, hey, last thing. Um, we didn't see him in Boston last night. Is Kyrie in Houston? Have you seen Kyrie Irving? I have not seen Kyrie Irving. <laughs> I'm not going to see him either, I don't think. Did, did, has, have, has anybody down there reacted to the fact he wasn't at the game last night? It's a little, it's a conversation, right? You know, you hear little guys like, hey, well, what is that about? What is up? Uh, but I think everybody knows Kyrie's just a little different. You know, he's a different dude. So you can't really come to a conclusion of what it means because he doesn't even think the earth is round. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> Hey, like cold blooded. It's it's a, it's a, it's a good point. It's it's, a, it's kind of a a mic drop point. It's a very good one. Marcus Thompson. Uh, he writes for the Athletic and Barry columnist at Thompson Scribe. He also wrote the book on Steph Curry. Pick it up on newsstands or on Amazon, wherever you pick up books these days. Thanks so much, Marcus. All right, man. Have a good one. Great stuff. Enjoy Game Seven. Uh, coming up next, what do LeBron James and the Patriots have in common? With Jason McIntyre, I'm Doug Gottlieb. We'll tell you next. Here's what I love about Simply Safe, or at least one of the reasons. They obsess over details like no other home security company. Simply Safe has a camera you can control from your phone. And they came up with this brilliant idea, a privacy shutter for their camera. No one else is doing this. Thinking, how can we protect your home and your privacy? But Simply Safe is different. They do home security right. Check out Simply Safe today at simplysafedan.com. That's simplysafedan.com to learn more about Simply Safe today. Once again, simplysafedan.com. Three things business owners can count on from LegalZoom. Number one is reliability. Over two million business owners have trusted LegalZoom for LLCs, S-Corps, DBAs, and more. Number two is legal advice. Since they're not a law firm, LegalZoom built a nationwide network of independent attorneys to provide the business legal advice you need. And number three, no surprises. All upfront pricing and satisfaction guarantee. Go to LegalZoom.com today. Special savings. Enter Patrick at checkout. LegalZoom.com. That's LegalZoom.com. Make sure you enter Patrick at checkout. Anyone who tells you you're too late to invest in cryptocurrencies has no idea what's about to happen next. 
I'm Tika Tawari. I'm a former hedge fund manager, and I worked on Wall Street since the 1980s. To the dot-com boom, the housing boom, the gold boom, cryptocurrencies are the most compelling opportunity I've seen in 30 years. The only one you can start with just $100 and change your life. So I've teamed up to create a short course on crypto investing to help you learn, prepare, and profit. It shows you everything from what cryptocurrencies are, how they work. How to buy them and what to buy. Even if you think the crypto bubble has burst, or you're too late, or too old, or technologically challenged, you must see this education course now. Go to howtocryptoclass.com now. That's howtocryptoclass.com. All right, I'm ready. This is Steve Gorman Sports. New York Giants memorabilia lawsuit. Oh yeah, on Eli, Eli Manning sure.、Uh, accused of putting in quotes game worn memorabilia onto the memorabilia market that was not game worn. The team and Eli they settled with the accusers. Now it comes out that the longtime equipment director and the assistant equipment manager and then the equipment locker room manager all let go. I don't know how long they've been with the Giants,、yeah. but I know something stinks on the inside because I don't think these guys would be fired just to save Eli's face. That's what I was going to ask. Well, if they're the ones and. and Charge of getting the memorabilia out. I mean, Eli's not honestly keeping up with what jersey he no, wore. No, not at all, dude. That's up to them. It's out of Eli's hands. It could have been, hey, two for the memorabilia, one for me. Two for the memorabilia, well, that, one yeah, for me. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Probably, I would imagine the word malfeasance is applicable here. Malfeasance is applicable. Steve Gorman Sports. I'm in a nightmare hallucination. Weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, this is Robert, and I'm Bob. We have the same shirt, same shoes, same haircut, same car, but not the same financial institution. I have my money in a bank where it's protected by the FDIC, and my money is in a credit union protected by NCUA. Of course, FDIC protects my money up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars per account. Hey, wait a minute! NCUA protects my credit union money up to two hundred fifty thousand per account, and a new law makes this coverage limit permanent. Let me guess. For both, you got it. NCUA, FDIC, two hundred fifty thousand, two hundred fifty thousand. Both backed by the full faith and credit of the U.S. government. So they're virtually, yep, identical. Use the e-calculator at ncua.gov to make sure all of your money is NCUA safe. Ladies and gentlemen, Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis is coming right for you. If I were NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell, I would ha- call in all 1,700 uh, uh, players and I would give them a business analysis of what being political has done for the league in the past two years. And I would say, if you guys think that it's good. For our television partners to lose six hundred million dollars last year, and given that we are legitimate partners here, that you get forty-seven percent of all the television revenue and other revenues when people aren't buying tickets, when they aren't buying as much beer in our stadium, when our sponsors are being having their phone lines overloaded because people disagree with your politics—is that ultimately good for this business's bottom line? I think the answer is no. It's Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on iHeartRadio. Some like to lay on a couch and talk about their feelings. Feelings, nothing more than feelings. 
But we express our feelings to you every day. Say it with me. We're just doing the best we can here. It's what everybody keeps telling me. All right, Doc. We're sports therapy. Two words. Therapy. We talk about our problems so you can forget about yours. This is Fox Sports Radio. This kind of feels right. Sports with a ton of attitude. What up? Welcome in. Happy Memorial Day. Is it Happy Memorial Day? Yeah. It's a national holiday. No, no, no. I understand, but it's a holiday we remember few who died. You can remember people and be happy. Right? Yeah. Remember the good times, Doug. No, I understand. But the idea behind... It's a bigger topic. Different topic. Right? But the idea is that we're remembering people who gave the ultimate sacrifice for our country. I don't know if it's uh, like we're going to have fun parades everywhere represent uh remembering veterans uh saluting veterans who didn't give the ultimate sacrifice but gave plenty of other sacrifices. I don't know, it's just weird that we're like happy day where we celebrate people who died. Okay. Just pointing that out. Point that out. Jason McIntyre, Doug Gottlieb in for, <laughs> in for Dan and the boys. Um there's a there's a little similarity there between the Pats and LeBron James, the Patriots and LeBron James. Yeah, I would I would agree totally. I like this topic. Oh, you is do? This, is this a you special or is this Ryan the producer? Who well, it's you? it's a little bit of both, right? Okay. Um, have you ever heard of Cassius Marsh? I have not. Okay, Cassius Marsh apparently is a uh, 49ers defensive end. Said he hated his time with the Patriots. Quote: They don't have fun there. There's nothing fun about it. There's nothing. Happy about it. I didn't enjoy any of my time here. You know, you know what I'm saying? Marsh said to uh, Eric Branch of the San Francisco Chronicle, it made me for the first time in my life think about not playing football because I hated it that much. I confronted, That's a little bit much, Duke. <laughs> I confronted Bill Belichick about all the things that were going on. Cassius Marsh confronted Bill I won't Bill go Belichick. into detail, but it was BS thing that they were doing. I just wasn't a fan. And so basically, I was asking to get cut. I kind of asked to get cut. I have the confidence that if I had the opportunity elsewhere, I would take advantage of it. Here's where it's like LeBron. Is it fair to say that Kyrie didn't did not enjoy his time there? I I don't think that's accurate. He won a title, one of the most memorable NBA finals in in league history. Coming back from down three, when he hit the game winning shot, that was my question. That was my question. Like, look, enjoying the the spoils of it. Like, look, the Patriots keep winning. They have won titles. I don't know who Cassius Marsh is. And I didn't spend the time to research a guy. There's not much research yeah, doing with him. He was a on number one pick. They I, didn't. They weren't building the team around him look, like they were with Kyrie. Regardless of it, there is a certain point. Like, look, even LeBron James last night couldn't help himself. When they first ask him about going to the fin- the finals for an eighth straight year, he makes a comment about you can't do it by yourself. It's all about the team and everybody pulling together and guys stepping up, and making plays like a Jeff Green. But then, like two minutes later. <laughs> he contradicts himself and talks about how, hey, you know, when guys aren't stepping up and playing well, I gotta, I gotta just carry these guys, right? So 
on one hand, it's we got to do this together. On the other hand, is hey, aren't I this great that I've carried this? There is something to playing to, for with LeBron James, which yeah. it's not the great, it's not it's not the most fun in the world. It's all about LeBron, and if you don't succeed, it becomes your fault, not LeBron's fault. On the other hand. Pretty good shot. You're going to get to the NBA Finals and get a shot to play uh, for the ultimate crown Indeed. in the NBA. I would I would counter that there's always going to be drama around King James. And that's why the Philadelphia 76ers don't necessarily make sense. And certain teams aren't going to work with LeBron. I think the Lakers make the most sense. We can get into that later. But the, the one comparison here is, wait a sec. The Cavs are getting to the finals with LeBron. The Heat are getting to the finals with LeBron. Do you want to win? Or do you want to be a star? Do you want to win or do you want to be part of something, you know, where you're not very good? I think 95% of humans would rather win and not necessarily have fun than would just, like, have fun and suck or miss the playoffs. Right. Look, my take is always, has always been that winning is way more fun than than losing is, no matter how statistically or how emotionally you feel, you'll look back on winning. But there is something to, hey, you know, if I'm just miserable at work and I don't feel like, look, I could I can totally understand some of these guys in the Cavs and how they they how they might feel today, and how they might feel in that they were or especially even leading up to Game Seven, like it's LeBron, 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 and we're we're just as guilty of it. Um, where you have to sacrifice even a little bit of your own kind of self respect because when you win, it ultimately becomes okay, about ask. LeBron. So Jordan Clarkson was averaging sixteen a game or whatever with the Lakers off the bench. Was he having his more fun? summer? His summer would have started, you know, eight weeks ago with the Lakers. Larry Nance, same deal. Rodney Hood would have gone out in the first Jordan round. Clarkson, round. I, Jordan Clarkson, I think, is a great is a great one. Is I, a I great would bet one. he's having fun. I don't know Jordan Clarkson at all. I would bet he's having more fun now with LeBron. I think last night he had fun when the final buzzer sounded. I don't think it's been fun up until he barely plays. You're winning. I, look, I I understand how you're supposed to feel. I'm telling you, the reality of how you do feel is, I bet it's not that much fun. That doesn't mean I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't sacrifice it. I was him. But I don't think it's that much fun. Playing in June is fun. All right. Can we change the LeBron-Jordan debate now? Legit conversation. Next in the Dan Patrick Show. Here's what I love about Simply Safe, or at least one of the reasons. They obsess over details like no other home security company. Simply Safe has a camera you can control from your phone. And they came up with this brilliant idea, a privacy shutter for their camera. No one else is doing this, thinking, how can we protect your home and your privacy? But Simply Safe is different. They do home security right. Check out Simply Safe today at simplysafedan.com. That's simplysafedan.com to learn more about Simply Safe today. Once again, simplysafedan.com. If you shower, brush your teeth, or try to make your hair look presentable, I've got good news for you. Dollar Shave Club delivers everything you need to look, feel, and smell your best. And right now, for just 5 bucks, you can get their Daily Essentials Starter Set. That includes Body Cleanser, One Wipe Charlie's, Shave Butter, and their Best Razor, the Six Blade Executive Plus Four Replacement Cartridges. Keep the blades coming for just a couple of bucks a month. Check it all out at dollarshaveclub.com slash patrick. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash Patrick. This is JT the Brick with Tom Looney. I think the Goodell handles this well. This is a firestorm, controversial topic. Here's the hook to this new policy. First off, that if players want to protest on the field, they're allowed to do it, but the team will be fine. But ladies and gentlemen, what's changed now in your mind? 
Do you think differently of a player will not come out of the tunnel during the anthem in protest? Or would you respect that player more if he came out on the field and took a knee? Because my opinion is if I'm at a game, I don't want to look around and have a program and go, where's that? Where's Marshawn Lynch? Where's that guy? Where are they? But I want to know who's in the locker room. I'd like to see it on the scoreboard. At tonight's game, these three players remained in the locker room. If they're not going to come out, we'll have the right to know. This is JT the Brick with Tom Looney. It's incredible. Absolutely amazing. Weekdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. As one of the over 3 million healthcare professionals in America, do you worry about not communicating effectively with some patients? May I help you? Could differences in language and culture maybe mean you need to explain why a medicine or medical treatment is necessary? Hey, you're right on time. Being understood and accepted by people of different cultures and backgrounds is still a challenge. Mrs. Hernandez, a 66-year-old Latina whose doctor recommends a mammogram. The radiologist will be with you shortly. Raised to think cancer always means death. She may skip the test and not even want to know. But her doctor understands family is important to Latino culture and points out that a mammogram could save her life so she could care for her family. That wasn't so bad now, was it? Millions of public health professionals face problems like this every day. For the latest research on these new healthcare communications challenges, the book Speaking of Health is free online at nap.edu, a free resource for any health professional looking to better serve the public. Speaking of Health at nap.edu. It's Ben Maller. It's the Ben Maller Show. Nationwide, coast to coast. Not all these regular season games have the build-up. They don't. Some games stand out. This weekend, for example, in the Boogie Down Bronx, it was a promoter's dream. The much-ballyhooed Shohei Otani to take the mound and square off against his fellow countryman, Masahiro Tanaka. The Angels and the Yankees. One problem, the great Otani, the Babe Ruth of Japanese baseball, back out of the start. Is he hurt? No. Perfectly helped. Angel management, embarrassed, was left to cover for Otani, who backed out of the start. And they said, to cover for Otani, they said that that start had been pushed back for, quote, workload management. <laughs> ben Maller. The Ben Maller Show. I'm sorry, we're on the air right now. Weeknights, 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Sports trending now. The headline in this morning's Cleveland Plain Dealer read, LeBron gets it on. Indeed he did. To the tune of 35 points, 15 rebounds, and 9 assists, leading his Cleveland Cavaliers to an 87-79 victory at Boston in Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals without Kevin Love, no less. Without our all-star power forward as well for basically two games. This team was undefeated in the postseason at home, and for us to do this and for me to be able to lead these guys, uh, it's a treat. Tonight at 9 Eastern, Game 7 of the Western Conference Finals as the Rockets host the world champion Golden State Warriors. Houston head coach Mike D'Antoni says Chris Paul will likely be a game-time decision due to a strained right hamstring. Also tonight at 8 Eastern, Game 1 of the Stanley Cup Final, the Vegas Golden Knights and the Washington Capitals. I'm Isaac Lohenkron. KSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche, Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station.
There's a breaking point we all have. All season. Uh, we've never given up, and we don't plan on it now. Teams have battled for this. Why couldn't we be the one? There's nothing else to hold back at this point. Picked up. To take what's theirs. Hardy from mid-court this time to Capella. Marys up three. Steph Curry. Knocked away by Al Horford. Just to beat. The LeBron James legend continues to etch their names into history. We saw basketball play at the highest level. So the crowd erupts, the confetti flies. Nobody gives you NBA playoff coverage. This is the champion's home. Like the Dan Patrick Show. During the course of American history, Time and time again, men and women have answered the call to serve. The invasion of Western Europe has begun. They fought to protect the ideals that we hold dear. The forces of Germany have surrendered. We honor those brave men and women who have fallen in the line of duty. It should be every day that we remember our military service people. Today, we commemorate Memorial Day. It just chokes me up. Heck of a job. And God bless America. Welcome to the Memorial Day edition of the Dan Patrick Show. Sitting in for Dan Patrick and broadcasting from the Mercedes AMG studios. Here's Doug Gottlieb and Jason McIntyre. What up to you? Doug Gottlieb, Jason McIntyre from the big lead in for Dan and the Danettes. Hope you enjoyed Saturday and Sunday. You get a Monday. Not just with us, but you had Game 7. Rockets hosting the Warriors. Line has moved from 5.5 to 6.5. The Warriors, a prohibitive road favorite. Still no word on whether Andre Godala will play or whether Chris Paul will play. We'll have to wait until game time tonight. We'll get you ready for that game, but we got to react to last night's game. Is there a word or a sentence you would use, Jason, to describe what you saw last night at Boston Garden? Uh... Well, Doug, uh, the one word I want to use, I almost feel like I shouldn't say it because I'm trying my best to not go on social media during breaks in the show. And everybody's getting upset at me for speaking the truth about, you know, what the Cavs did this postseason. And our buddy Colin Cowherd has said, oh, the Warriors have gotten lucky. You know, over the last few years, everybody, Kawhi's been injured twice. I, as good as LeBron has been in this postseason, seven games over 40 points, Triple-double machine carrying a really weak team. We got to we gotta keep it real, Doug. LeBron, the best players he's beaten in these playoffs have been Victor Oladipo, DeMar DeRozan, and Jason Tatum. He did not have to face the four best players in the East. No Kyrie Irving. Didn't get to face Joel Embiid or Ben Simmons. And dodged Giannis. Okay? I, as good as LeBron has been, and he's been tremendous, I just don't think you can say... That this has been an amazing, the best run of his career, and this is the the best accomplishment of his career. The dude was down three one to the Warriors and came back. Right. Okay. I mean, he went to, I believe he was twenty two, and he took an awful Cavs team to the finals, and they got swept. Okay. That that Cavs team, by the way, had one teammate who'd made an All Star team, Zarunas Ilgowskis. Yeah, and that that team took down the the, the Detroit Pistons, yes. who had been the seven straight Eastern Conference Finals. I, I tend to agree with you, and we do. Have a tendency to focus on the now as opposed, as opposed to the, the entire story or, or going back a year or two. Um, I also don't want to dwell on Dallas because it, that may have been a seminal moment, 
but what he's done ever since has been much better for the most part. For the most part. When they, remember, they, they should have lost to the Spurs the year they beat the Spurs and did lose to the Spurs his That's last Ray year. Ray Allen corner jumper. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. Right? So, I mean, that game was over until the Spurs choked it away and Ray Allen buries a three. So, and then they end up, you know, winning in game seven where he was fantastic. He was the only one with gas left in the tank. Well, you know what they say, Doug? Sometimes in life you need to go through that struggle yes. before you have success. Everyone. And maybe that's a great point you made. Maybe he needed that Dallas series to get kind of clown suited by JJ Barea in the post and, and go through that. Is LeBron clutch and all that stuff? We know LeBron's a great player. He's an all time great. I don't want to get into the Michael Jordan stuff quite yet. Um, because it, it feels like it's been a dead horse beaten, but well, sometimes well, you gotta on. go through hold, tough hold, moments hold to get there. Here's, here's the problem. I've, I have nailed, I had a two hour drive last night that ended up becoming a three hour drive because of a flat. Oh. And so I've had time to ruminate and think over this. Do you know why the LeBron Jordan debate is so bad? Why it is so bad? Yes. You mean as a topic or? Yes. Why it's such a dead horse? Because LeBron's still playing? And he's, you know, he's gonna to go to the Lakers this summer and go to, go to another finals and win it. Maybe he's gonna no, go to 10 I, straight I, finals I'd in a row. Say, I'd say there's, there's three different elements to it. The first is far too often we're making arguments about stats and. Oh, jeez. Yeah. No, and, and the problem with stats are they, they fail to give us context, especially in the time in which, in which the game was played. The, the, here's the, the the perfect example is like look the NBA is different. I don't I I offered this opinion up. How effective is Tim Duncan or Shaquille O'Neal in this NBA? I think Patrick Ewing is not even a factor at all in this NBA. He right. can't guard the pick and roll, and he's one of my favorite players. I have a Patrick Ewing jersey now, at home. Now, but the reality is he's a non-factor in the NBA. Okay, now look, you could say, hey, if Brooke Lopez and and uh, Jonas Valanciunas and Boogie Cousins can develop as a three-point shooter. Why can't they? Right? Why couldn't they? They would have evolved. Jordan would have evolved. They would have been more uh, better three-point shooters. But the spacing on the floor is so different. When Michael Jordan was the best driver and mid-range guy in the league, he was playing against teams that had two post players, as opposed to now LeBron James, who's built like those power forwards. Sometimes there's no post players in there. So it's completely different, the shots you get and the style by which the game is played. So the only thing you can really go by is the level of dominance, the level of competence at the at the very, very highest level. Well, Doug, the league's also a lot better now, uh, talent-wise. I mean, Michael Jordan never faced a super team. LeBron's had to go through brutal super teams. That's not true. Oh, what are you talking about? Utah Jazz are a super team? Well, the Utah Jazz. Hornacek and Stockton, that's super team. No, they had Stockton and Malone. Malone was the MVP of the league. I'm saying that backcourt, they would. Okay, well, hold on, stop. Stop. You just said something. Stop. You just said something that you said before that is incorrect. They did go through. He went through the Detroit Pistons, who won back-to-back titles. He went through the Boston Yeah, Celtics. Isaiah Thomas were was 32, and that team got old quickly. Yes, Jordan did get through those teams. Okay, wait, wait. Then he got to the finals, and he played Magic Johnson with the Lakers. Yeah, and, and Magic's he, final year. He, it was his final year because he got HIV. HIV, and he was gone. So Magic was out of the league. Larry Bird was hurt, and Isaiah Thomas Hold retired on, at 32. Wait, wait a second. Michael Jordan went through a weak 90s can, NBA. Can, can you... You said something that wasn't true. Let me prove to you it wasn't true if you just give me a second. Okay. okay. The first thing was, 
he would consistently beat the Cavaliers, who were built, who were constructed of perennial all stars. Craig like, Elo. like no, like Brad Doherty, Larry Nance, and Mark Price. <laughs> okay. okay. Again, you're talking about something, Jason. I love you, but I watched plenty of NBA back then. Those teams clearly... could not step on the court with the NBA teams and talent that we have now. It's not true. Oh, it's not true. In the context of those years, there were fewer teams. The best teams had more good players. When the Lakers were at their peak, the Lakers didn't have two or three stars. They had five. Jordan never and then, beat them when they had five superstars. I, I understand. When Jordan beat the Portland Trailblazers, Clyde Drexler was seen as the second best player in the league. And he destroyed Clyde Drexler. I gotta when Jordan beat the, the Phoenix Suns, Charles Barkley was the MVP of the league. They had a tremendous team. He, they end up winning on, winning, I think, three games on the Suns' home floor. And when he beat the Utah Jazz, they had two superstar Hall of Famers, first ballot Hall of Famers. Clyde, when first he, of all, I, I don't want to go down a rabbit hole. Clyde Drexler was never the second best player in the NBA. He made it one all NBA first team. And that was an era where the centers were dominant. Elijah what, Wan. What year did he make the first team all NBA? 92. What year did he play in the NBA finals? 92. He wasn't second best player in the league in 92. God, just, God. I, like, that listen, is crazy. Listen God, Clyde Drexler was a very good player. You're talking about icons again that LeBron's taken down. I, I, I love you, okay? But the icons he just took down were the Boston Celtics without Kyrie Irving and without Gordon Hayward. Yes. Okay? No, those are the icons true. that he took down. And those are the icons that he <laughs> took down. When he's faced the super teams with a super team, he has lost more than he's won. Like that's one of the one of the uttered fallacies, the complete uh, falsities of of LeBron is like, well, Kevin Durant had to go join a super team. Like, well, what do you think LeBron James built in Miami? No, I've they got no argument. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on your side. Allen. That, like that's four super. But, but again, stars. we're talking super teams. Okay, that, when you look at '90s NBA, Jordan played inferior opponents than what LeBron has faced. Who I think is, that's been backed on, up by your favorite website, on, 538. Who was on Jordan's super team the first three three titles? Who was Michael his, Jordan. Yes. Scottie Pippen, yes, Hall of Famer. Yes. And I don't know what you would do. Horace Kerr, Grant. You want to go? Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr never averaged double figures in the NBA. He wasn't on the first three. It was John Paxson. Paxson on the first three, right. Okay, John Paxson, Paxson is not a superstar. No, it's certainly not. Bill Cartwright was not a superstar. Definitely. Where's the super team? Where's the super team he played on? No, no, I said super teams he's faced. Okay, he played the Pistons. He beat the Celt- the Pistons, the Celtics, the Lakers. In the first super team he placed, he he went through the best of the best and no. beat them. Michael Jordan never beat a just, real Larry Bird stack team. Of course not. Never. Larry Bird got Larry he Bird beat with Magic Johnson once when he didn't have Jabbar. Okay, I'm telling you, in the early 90s, Michael Jordan beat up on a weak NBA at the end of the Magic Bird a, Isaiah run. It wasn't a weak NBA. It I just told you, any superstar he played, he played in the finals every time he matched up against a superstar. Every time. Okay? Whether it's Clyde Drexler, whether it's Gary Payton, whether it was Carl Malone and, and John Stockton, or whether it was Charles, Charles Barkley. And, and he beat all of them. Okay? So look, you can contextualize it all you want. But the fact is, whether you want to say super team or super player, Jordan never played on a team with three or four of the best others. It was a different era. Wait, go, Kukoc, but he did go Pippen, through. Kukoc Jordan? was never a superstar. He was never a superstar. He was never a star. You know, he was, Tony he was a, never. You won't even give him star. Probably not. All right. Probably not. He was a really skilled player. He was probably way, he was way ahead of his time. Now he would have been a tremendous face up four who could handle. Yeah. 
but but he was he was ahead of his time. Okay, he fit perfectly no, with what okay, they I just looked to do. it up. You're right. Zero All Star teams for Tony Kukoc. Okay, did win three titles, sixth man of the, the year. The only Rook time they team. added the only time they added a guy to make a three headed monster was when they added Rodman. Rodman. Okay, and Rodman was at the end of a run where when he, he first he was with Detroit when they beat Detroit, then he went to San Antonio and he became the best rebounder. And a great defender in the league. But besides teammates, Michael Jordan also had a guy by the name of Phil Jackson as his head coach. We could go through LeBron's coaches, whether you want to go Mike Brown, Tyron Lou, David Blatt. Eric okay. Spolstra. Eric Spolstra, who was a video coordinator before LeBron elevated, elevated him to greatness. So uh, from my point of view, Le- what LeBron's accomplished has been more impressive than what Michael Jordan did. I know Jordan went 6-0, and but LeBron has done more with less than Jordan, in my opinion. You can disagree with that. Okay, look, we can come back around to it, and I can dismantle that part of the interview. <laughs> uh, that part of the, if, but you still didn't, we part. still didn't get into, here's the biggest thing that's missing in all these debates. No one's ever willing to move off a position. You're a Jordan guy, you're a LeBron guy. Yeah. You're a Jordan guy or... I offered up, I thought Durant was the better player this year. I thought he was the better player last year in the league. Okay, But no one's ever willing to move off of it. No, they, Well, you know this and, is happening with the national anthem debate and politics, and, and that's why I, the sports tribalism is running amok. It's no, getting no, no. really I, ugly. I'm, I don't, I, I, look, I'm all for debating topics. There's nothing wrong with debating topics. Okay, But there is a time to which you go, hey, like, Look, I thought Durant was better this year because I actually watched the NBA. But sometimes it's really hard because LeBron, yes, he played 82 games. But he didn't play hard defensively for good stretches. Mark Jackson and Van Gundy called him out yesterday for defense. I thought that was a great moment because LeBron was conserving energy. Of course he was because you you have to to play those kind of minutes. And that's what he did this year. He also didn't practice this season, which is one of the reasons his team took so long to come together because he was pacing himself. So it's really hard to tell who's playing hard and who's not. And the level of competition that LeBron is playing against as opposed to Durant is playing against is inferior in in comparison. Yeah. Anybody would tell you massively inferior in comparison. That said, as somebody who I believe that Kevin Durant was the best player in the league, I'm willing to move off that position based upon what I've seen in, in, over the last two weeks. And I think Durant was really good early in the series, but he's in a weird place right now. Yeah. I, I and, wouldn't and make LeBron a change is, and Le, two games. And LeBron but... is not in a weird place. LeBron is in his most self-confident place that he has ever been in to where it's like zen when he has the basketball. But it's easier to be in that place, Doug, when you're going against I agree. Boyan Bogdanovich, I agree. OG Ananobi, I and agree. the Celtics without their two best players. I agree. So we do agree on this. That uh, Again, I've said it since the finals. Kevin Durant, best player in the league. Okay, He has but been not willing, utterly dominant. He's a better not, shooter, a better scorer, a better defender. LeBron does elevate teammates. He's a better passer, rebounder. And I'm not willing to move off that. Hold on. Off two bad games from Durant. I wasn't going to put him there because of two great games, right? So I'm not going to move off of it because of two bad ones. However, I'll say this. If he soils himself tonight and they lose with no Chris Paul, I think I move it off. (laughs) I I don't mind it. I'll admit when I'm wrong. I I will totally admit when I'm wrong. Well, also, what's right and what's wrong can change, can can evolve. Yes. The biggest story from last night's uh, Celtics game was – Somebody who wasn't there, quite possibly. We'll discuss that upcoming next. Jason McIntyre, I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is the Dan Patrick Show.
These days, you can find just about anything online. But if you're looking to buy a car, online shopping often leads to confusion. But not anymore. Introducing True Price from True Car. Now you can know exactly what you'll pay for the car you want, including fees and accessories. And best of all, you'll know if your True Price is competitive because True Car shows you what other people paid for that same car you want. So when you're ready to buy a new or used car, visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Many of you have an Odyssey putter in your bag, or at the very least, you played an Odyssey putter before, but you've never seen one that performs like this. It's the new XO line from Odyssey. Incredibly forgiving. The new white-hot micro-hinge insert. Now, that'll get the ball rolling sooner on its intended line with the legendary white-hot feel that you've all come to expect and know. For unparalleled confidence on the greens, you need to try it. It's the new XO putter. You can pre-order your Odyssey XO putter today at odysseygolf.com. Are you taking Viagra for ED? Now you can get Sildenafil, the active ingredient in Viagra, and generic 20 milligrams for $2 per tablet. That's a savings of $50 per dose. Marley Drug is a North Carolina pharmacy delivering generic Sildenafil to your door. For information on Sildenafil, go to marleygenerics.com or call us at 800 324 6175. That's 800-324-6175. This year, Eric's Memorial Day holiday weekend event is going to be more memorable than ever because just $5 gets you started leasing to own furniture, electronics, and appliances. And as always, there's no credit needed and free delivery and setup. Participating Aaron stores are open on Memorial Day. Don't miss it. Just $5 gets you started when you shop in-store or online from May 25th through the 28th during Aaron's Memorial Day Holiday Weekend event. Transaction advertised is a rental purchase agreement. Some restrictions apply. See store for details. This is JT the Brick with Tom Looney. I think the Goodell handles this well. This is a firestorm, controversial topic. Here's the hook to this new policy. First off, that if players want to protest on the field, they're allowed to do it, but the team will be fine. But ladies and gentlemen, what's changed now in your mind? Do you think differently of a player will not come out of the tunnel during the anthem in protest? Or would you respect that player more if he came out on the field and took a knee? Because my opinion is if I'm at a game, I don't want to look around and have a program and go, where's that? Where's Marshawn Lynch? Where's that guy? Where are they? But I want to know who's in the locker room. I'd like to see it on the scoreboard. At tonight's game, these three players remained in the locker room. If they're not going to come out, we'll have the right to know. This is JT the Brick with Tom Looney. It's incredible. Absolutely amazing. Weekdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. As a young teenage boy, I didn't even know what autism was. How do you even spell that? A few years later, I heard that a friend's cousin's son had been diagnosed with autism. I still wasn't sure what that really meant. When I went to college, my roommate's brother had autism. When I moved to the city for work, my best friend called me and told me his son had been diagnosed with autism. We were both in shock. I still remember the day I walked into the house and saw that look on my wife's face. I knew something was wrong. I'll never forget how I felt when she said, Our son has autism. Autism is getting closer to home. Today, one in 110 children is diagnosed with autism. That's a 600% increase in the last 20 years. Learn the signs at AutismSpeaks.org. Early diagnosis can make a lifetime of difference. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. 
All right, I'm ready. This is Steve Gorman Sports. New York Giants memorabilia lawsuit. Oh, yeah, on Eli. Eli Manning sure. uh, accused of putting, in quotes, game-worn memorabilia onto the memorabilia market that was not game-worn. The team and Eli, they settled with the accusers. Now it comes out that the longtime equipment director and the assistant equipment manager and then the equipment locker room manager all let go. I don't know how long they've been with the Giants, yeah. but I know something stinks on the inside because I don't think these guys would be fired just to save Eli's face. That's what I was going to ask. Well, if they're the ones... In, in in charge of getting the memorabilia out. I mean, Eli's not honestly keeping up with what jersey he no, wore. No, not at all, dude. That's up to them. It's out of Eli's hands. It could have been, hey, two for the memorabilia, one for me. Two for the memorabilia, well, that, one yeah, for me. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Probably, I would imagine the word malfeasance is applicable here. Malfeasance is applicable. Steve Gorman Sports. I'm in a nightmare hallucination. Weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. 20 bucks says you can't do it again. How excited are you? One more time. Double or nothing. Pretty soon, your state will let you gamble. Thank God! Your state will let you do prop bets. This is really big for our audience to react to. Your state will let you bet on a player striking out. Let that simmer a little bit. Yes! Your state will let you be more interesting. That's what I'm talking about! So get ready to gamble responsibly. I don't! For the best sports talk, listen right here on Fox Sports Radio. Doug Gottlieb and Jason McIntyre in for Dan and the Danettes. Hope you're having a great weekend. Happy Memorial Day to you and to any of you who have or will serve. Thank you. That's what Memorial Day is for you. Thank you. You see a service man or service woman or somebody who who served our country at a coffee shop, at a bar, buy him a beer, buy him a cup of coffee. It's literally the least you can do because they risk the most that you can possibly risk so that we can cook pieces of meat and argue over LeBron and Jordan and Durant and LeBron and who where, we want to where see LeBron, win don't forget, Let's not forget, where's LeBron going in, uh what, six weeks? It, it, it is it is fun to care about the NBA again because I'm old enough now to have cared and not cared and care again. Wait, you know? when did you not care about the NBA? Oh, there's a good chunk of time there in the post Jordan era. Where oh, it was like just when the bad. New Jersey Nets were running the show. The the Nets when again the East yeah. was bad like it is now. Those were the ratings were the finals for Nets Spurs. Right. Nets like Nets Rock Nets Spurs bottom. was was bad. How good are they going to be Lakers Celtics next year? And the stack Celtics and if, then LeBron and Paul George on the Lakers. If it's if it's Lakers Celtics. Uh okay, so biggest stories last night was LeBron did exactly what kind of we thought he would do. That that's really did Jeff did Jeff Green surprise us? Sure. But in my lifetime, just like I've seen I've seen Jordan end seasons for the Cavs. I've seen Jordan end seasons for the Knicks. Like this is what Jordan would do right about now. This is where it was very Jordan like. The, the Knicks could never beat him. The Pacers could never beat him. The, the Cavs could never beat him. Just like for LeBron, the Celtics can't beat him. Uh, the so Raptors! Since his last game with the Cavs the last time around, the Celtics can't beat him. The Raptors can't beat him. The Pacers can't beat him. This is kind of what, yeah. what he does. Are you kind of surprised that Brad Stevens didn't pull a Dennis Green and say, LeBron is who we thought he was. And we let him off the hook. And the, and the Celtics, seriously, Doug. They let LeBron and the Cavs off the hook. They led by 12 in the second quarter, and then just uh, they couldn't make a shot. 
And I don't think it was anything the Cavs did defensively. Jalen Brown was 4 of 14 for a long stretch. Uh, Terry Rozier couldn't make a shot. Couldn't make a shot. Throw it in the ocean. Yeah, it, it was, he rushed shots though. He took shots that, you know, look, if you're making shots, you can take transition threes all you want. But they shot in the second quarter way too many pull-up mid-range one-on-one jump shots instead of moving the ball and exploiting mismatches. Getting, you know, there were times when Terry Rozier come down the court and he's got one of his two big guys. He checked. With a, you know, with a guard on him instead of throwing the ball inside where you can get a post up or maybe a foul or maybe a, a double team so somebody gets an open shot, you get a contested transition three. I, I thought they played very much like a young team and what was a winnable game. So, you know, once it got close at the half, I thought it was over then. And look, credit the Celtics. They continue to fight back and this is not a great Cavs team and they were able to kind of grind their way and it was still a ball game. I did think Horford got fouled when they're down three and he goes and posts up, but he's got to make it more obvious that he got fouled as opposed to LeBron James, who makes it obvious that he gets fouled and he gets the foul calls at the other end. Doug, Doug, I know you play basketball still. I love pickup. I'm probably going to play this afternoon. But when you face a team, there's one guy you can always say, hey, we'll, we'll, we're cool with this guy taking all the shots. If we lose to that guy, open he's for not reason. very good. Yeah. Open, open yeah. for reason. Yeah. Self-check or whatever you want to call him. Jeff Green was self-check. J.R. Smith in Boston was 0 for 11 on threes before game seven. So they lost because Jeff Green made shots. J.R. Smith made shots. And you know what? I mean, if you're going to go down that way, it's not the, it's not the end of the world. I think what hurts Boston, besides Kyrie Irving not sitting on the bench supporting the team, was that, you know, the guards just missed a lot of open looks. Right. Jalen they're, Brown. They're, they're backups God. for real. Look, and, and Jalen Brown's a guy whose percentages tell you he's a much better shooter than his reputation was coming into the NBA. He surprised all of us. By the way, I, I, I want to be that guy. I got to be that guy with you. No, no, you, don't you, even go there, Doug. You do know what's, what self-check means, right? Yeah. What's it mean? Hey, give him the ball. Take any shot you want. Why? Because he's not good. He can't score. He's not a it's threat not to beat us. A little bit. Self-check is also you're in your own head. You're guarding yourself. You're mentally thinking, I can't make this shot before you ever shoot the ball. We also say a little, he's with us. A little, little bit, little bit in self-check. A little bit in self-check. So yeah, some of it is you don't guard a guy because the best that you want him to shoot, that's more open for a reason, guy. Um, it is, it's, it, it, it's fascinating though that, that you did, you got something out of Jeff Green. I mean, think about it. He has open heart surgery going back to 2012. That's remarkable, but that's, None of that is, I know that the story is going to be LeBron eight straight, eight straight NBA finals, which is remarkable. Remarkable. Utter and sheer dominance. And we can say whatever we want about how putrid the Eastern Conference is. Well, uh, and uh, how many... out. let me, let me say this. The East had a good regular season. Okay. The Raptors won a bunch of games. We know they're frauds in the postseason every year. So the so Sixers, why... hey, hold on. The Sixers exceeded expectations. The Celtics were very good. They had Kyrie for the bulk of the season. Right. So then the postseason comes and LeBron gets this incredible draw. Oh, geez. The Pacers, who people thought would win like 30 games. We could, we could dispatch them. They needed seven. Then they faced the fraudulent Raptors. And then you don't have to face Kyrie in the playoffs. So they, let's keep it real here, Cavs fans. You can be celebrating all you want, but at the same time, please look yourself in the mirror and say, man, oh boy, we got a good draw. We got a little lucky because I'm telling you, if the Warriors face him, Doug, we're looking at four games. Uh, uh, we're looking at a sweep. Well, yes. I, I would say, Rockets, I, I, would be, say yeah. I would say it's, it's, it's a four game sweep if it's, if it's the Warriors. Part of the problem with the regular season was there's so many teams tanking that it was really hard to tell who was and who was not any good. I know, yeah, by the way, I'll point this out about Jeff Green. 
Like, did anybody know Jeff Green actually averaged 11 points a game this year? That he's a career 33% three-point shooter? Like, he's not a terrible player. This Jordan Clarkson averaged 14 a game. Rodney Hood averaged not, 16 a game in Utah. Okay, no, no. I'm saying with the Cleveland Cavaliers oh, this year. Oh, yeah. Well. With the Cleveland Cavaliers this year. Jeff Green actually averaged. So, was it surprising how well he played in spot duty? Yes. But part of that is because he had, you know, he had fallen out of favor. He had started for, he started like 13, 15 games in the regular season and he'd had a very productive year. Like, dude, you average 11 a game in 23 minutes a game. Like that's, that's, that's coming in, giving you a fourth or fifth score off, this off the bench. Was a, Jeff Green was a stud at Georgetown. He was pretty good when he came into the league. He was 17 he had a game with, issue. 17 yeah, a game with, with Boston. Good player. Okay. Biggest story of yesterday outside of LeBron and maybe with LeBron is where the hell was Kyrie Irving? That's a, that's a good question. And, and how much damage does this do? This is one of those, this is one of those, you didn't get the award, right? Company awards, you didn't get the award. And you don't show up to the awards well, ceremony. You know, this, this just dawned upon me, Doug. Brad Stevens is kind of, I don't want to say the founding father of, but he was one of the early guys who went out and said, there are no more traditional positions in the NBA. There's, you know, the guys who can handle the ball, wings, and then bigs, right? That That's what it is. Terry Rozier, we know his deal is up after next year. So there's a lot of talk. Could they trade him? You know, game seven might have hurt his value. Kyrie also up next year. You don't want both your point guards up. But if you're the Celtics, do you start tinkering with trade ideas? You know, we love Kyrie, great player, but man, this guy's a headache. Could we, do you, do I, do you I think just the Celtics think, could lose I, Kyrie and Rozier and big game hunt for a guy like, I don't know, Giannis, Anthony Davis. I, I think you're getting way too far ahead. Like, look, you're looking a year in advance, and I don't think. Remember, the, the Celtics this year had, I think, 12 new players on their roster. It was a complete. They they were not playing for this year. They were playing for next year. And I understand that we've fallen in love with with Terry Rozier because he was so good early in the playoffs. You know, let me just read you his numbers of. Of the, you know, they lost four. Remember, they lost four of five, four of five down this the stretch. Couldn't score in the final month without Kyrie Irving. Okay. They couldn't he not was, score. He was good, off, very good offensively in Game Six. He was awful in Game Five, awful in Game Six. He's a backup. That's what backups do. Backups can give you a night where they have twenty-eight. The problem is there's too many nights when they have four. They have too many nights when they have eight, and nobody else gets involved. He's not a starting point guard. For a playoff team. Right now. So, I think so he you're could not, be a starter down the road. I mean, Dennis Schroeder's a, a starting point guard. Okay? They're the worst team in the NBA. They were. But they made the playoffs two years ago when he was a starting point guard. Uh, they also had Jeff Teague that year. They I did think, have Teague. I, think, I right, think Jeff yeah. Teague was their starter. But the, regardless, could he grow into one? He's 24 yeah. years old. Maybe. I, I think he's always going to be, his best role is going to be energy, scoring, athleticism off the bench. He doesn't make anybody better. And he's not a good enough scorer to get away with it the way that Kyrie is. But the point you bring up is, I think the Celtics got the full Kyrie Irving experience this year. Already, it's been what ten months. Right. Like, look, <laughs> uh, and and there's a full experience with LeBron James. That's not all perfect either. But Kyrie Irving, what are you going to get? You're going to get some unbelievable plays, especially finishing at the rim. Right. Yeah. You're going to get a guy who the ball, do, the ball does stop a little bit when he when he gets it right. Bit You're of a move, black hole. But not it's not just not in a bad get, way. In a bad way. No, yeah. he could get buckets like anybody in the league. I, I understand, but 
part of, I think, Brad's struggles in season was, hey, give it up, let me get it back to right. you, and let me have you attack a guy to which you have a mismatch. Like, just trust yeah. your teammates type of, of conversation. There are times in which he chose an affinity not to play defense, <laughs> which can be problematic. Yeah. He's always hurt. They had that this year. Even if this injury is simply a – and if you know anything about this injury, it's he had screws and a metal uh, wire in there holding the screws in there. This is from back when he br- busted up his kneecap yes, in the NBA cap. Finals. So this is this is that injury, but Kyrie's hurt. Kyrie struggles with defense. Kyrie has spectacular plays. Kyrie can carry you. Kyrie can hurt you. And then when you really, really need him to be supportive – Kyrie no shows on game seven. Now, how about this? How about the, let me fly, Doug, I know you love forward thinking stuff. Game seven in Boston. Dude, you, if, if the team doesn't leave you a ticket, you buy a ticket. (laughs) No, I'm serious. Who was it? There was an NBA coach who took his team up. There wasn't David Fisdale took two or three of his young players to one of the Celtics games. Did you know that? I did not know that. He brought them to the game. This is what it's like. Bonding. Alright, how about That's this? Fine. This so, is what it's like. Come on. This is what real NBA basketball is like. And Kyrie Irving no shows? Like, are you well, I mean, kidding he has me, been in real basketball. He's been to the finals. But let, let me say this. Kyrie Irving is tight with a gentleman by the name of Jimmy Butler. Okay? We've heard Carl Anthony Towns in Minnesota. Hold on. Wait, stop. Stop, stop, stop. Carl Anthony Towns has had some squabbling with the staff in Minnesota. His, uh, his number one assistant coach was canned. There is the chance that Kyrie ticked off Danny Ainge so much and Brad Stevens, hey, do we look at moving Kyrie? Do you have any sourcing that that's even a I'm floating stuff. This is what we do, Doug. That's not what you do. Oh, my goodness. Why can't you float stuff? Because it's complete crap. Because you don't, you have no idea. Speculation rules the world. The sports world. Not if it's not educated speculation. I just told you they're best buddies. (laughs) <laughs> Windhorst and Zach Lowe have been out there reporting that Carl Anthony Towns has had some strife in Minnesota. I I, I know. I, I look. The Minnesota guys don't get along. Okay. Yeah. And Kyrie wasn't there. That has nothing. There. That doesn't mean that Boston's going to trade what do you Kyrie give Irving. No, I'm not saying it's going to happen. But do, do we get? What do you give it? Twenty percent chance that that happens. Twenty five. Zero. Zero. That they're going to trade Kyrie Irving. I'm not saying before definite. he's played two seasons with the Celtics. I'm saying they're going to have to make a decision on him next summer, Doug. He's going to look for some massive extension. This idea that Kyrie's locked into the Celtics' future, I, I, I think you're a little off there. Let's welcome in a guy who's uh, won an NBA championship, and I'm sure he sat there and, like the rest of us, nodded our heads and gone, yep, pretty much what I expected, LeBron dominating in uh, in, in Boston Garden. Dante Jones, NBA champion, joins us here uh, on the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Alongside Jason McIntyre, I'm Doug Gottlieb. Uh, Dante, what stuck out to you about last night? What stuck out was just the the fact that LeBron was able to get his supporting cast to have some big games. I think um, helping Jr. and Jeff Green have 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 great games is what helped them get the win. And and him playing forty eight minutes was big. Like I looked at, I, I was watching the game, and then at the end of the third quarter, I looked and I was like, how many minutes has he played? Because I, I really haven't seen him sit down much. And he had to play 36 minutes, which is, which is like really unheard of at these days, like not taking any type of break. So it was just amazing to be able to watch that and, and to see, um, and see him perform at that level, um, for game seven. Hey, what's up, Dante? I got, you know Kyrie Irving a little bit, right? Uh, you followed his career. He's a Duke guy. You know, I, I gotta ask, how, how shocked are you that he no showed at game seven 
at home, wasn't even behind the bench. Gordon Hayward flew specifically from Indy where he was working out back to Boston for the game. You know, just your thoughts on Kyrie Irving from what you know on him and the fact that he no-showed in the arena in Game 7. I, the man that I know, I, I would expect him to be there. Knowing Kyrie and knowing the type of person that he is, I, I would I would have expected to see him um, cheering his team on and there for his team who needed him at that point in time, and I don't understand why he wasn't there. As I, I'm a, I was a spectator, so I, I don't understand all the circumstances around it, but I don't see a reason why he wasn't there and, and, and how he, he wasn't, it wasn't a priority for him to be there. Uh, I thought, I thought the second quarter is where the game was lost for the Celtics. Uh, the Cavs are down 12. Look, we've seen them pack it in in the past when they get down big. And the Celtics, they, they got a little selfish. They looked a little young. They took some mid-range jump shots. They didn't get back in transition. They gave up a couple of layups, which, you know, Cleveland was struggling to find offense and you can't give a team like that layups to get them going again. Felt like the second quarter was when the thing came undone. You, did you have the same opinion? No, I thought I thought it was a it was it was a great game up until the end up to to the fourth quarter and Marcus Smart and uh, and Rozier not making shots is where is where they had the problem at. But I knew it was some one team was going to go on a run and it was going, it was going to be a fight and it wasn't going to just be one team knocking the other out because of the magnitude of the game and it's just a lot of emotions going on. So one team going up, it's just hard to keep a lead on, in any game for an extended period of time. And yeah, when you have other games in the tank, yeah, if you go up, it seems like, you know, we'll get a next game. But with being a game seven, it's just hard to keep a team down for a long period of time. Uh, all right, how's he do it, right? Like, the, the thing about LeBron is, and I know, I mean, look, they pointed out that he was taking some plays off on defense. There were some plays on offense. But how does, how does he, what, how does look, he do this to where he, he completely understands, like, game one, game five, you and I talked about it. Dante Jones joined us in the Dan Patrick show. Where when the game was out of hand, he shut it down to conserve the energy. How does he know his body so well that he understands almost, almost to the exact point of when he's going to have energy and not going to have energy? He's like a basketball genius, and he knows himself better than any of us. We're, we're watching him work, but he knows how his body works. He he's playing multiple games within the game out there on the floor, and he's challenging himself in different ways. He's trying to figure different equations out throughout throughout the night. And um, he's just, it's just another example of his brilliance out there on the court. You, you, you know, as I know, playing the full game in any game, whether it be college, high school, um, and especially in the pro, is hard and doing everything, bringing the ball up, playing the scoring, assist, like he rebounding, he, he was doing everything out there, and it, it was just it was amazing. Man. Dante, tonight uh, Rockets hosting Game 7 against the Warriors. I don't know. I've been a little concerned with the, just the state or the mindset of Kevin Durant. He's looked unsure of himself. Uh, I told you, you know. that earlier. I told you that earlier this year, though. Yeah, certainly. They're starting. They're not looking as hungry as they were last yes, year. He's no not doubt. looking as determined as he was last year. And, and I, the, the, the one thing, though, Dante, when you looked at his first two games, he went off. He had thirty-seven and thirty-eight, unstoppable. But now facing some adversity here. Down 3-2. He had a kind of a weak game in game six. They didn't really need him, but they're going to need him tonight. Uh, what do, what do you think about Durant and how he's handling this adversity with the Warriors? Um, I don't, I don't think any less of him. He's told you what he, what, what he wants out of this and what he wants out of the game of basketball. He just wants to be a scorer. 
and he doesn't want the responsibility of having his team and taking the brunt of, of, of all the negativity or the positivity of, of winning and losing on himself. He just wants to be a part of something and win. And now the media has, uh, or, or people are just in general are putting the pressure of him to carry this team, and that's, that's not what he signed up for. He signed up to come in and score his buckets and be a part of something. And now that now their whole collective is falling apart because of one of their major causes, not out, Andre Iguodala. And I think that's the biggest factor right now. He has to take on more of a defensive role. He has to think the game through. He has to be a quarterback and make make decisions and make plays rather than just score. And it's it's, it's showing a, a couple of, uh, of his deficiencies. Uh, Rockets couldn't have been better in the first quarter, and then they they couldn't score afterwards. Twenty five in the second half, uh, going back to game six. Some of that is a lack of bench because Gordon starting. Some of it was, I think, officiating. There was no whistles on James Harden any time he was driving. And some of it was, man, the Warriors were just shooting out of their minds. Uh, what are your thoughts on Game 7? We don't know about Chris Paul. We don't know about Andre Godala. What do you think heading in? I think we can't make any, we can't make any guesses until we find out the state of CP and Andre Godala because they're two impactful individuals. And, um, Going back to Game Six, Clay showed up, and Clay showed why he's a big part of that team. Why you can never forget about him because he can go off and have shooting displays like that and 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 be unstoppable. So and he can defend like he can defend with the best of them. So we we saw a good offensive display in Game Six from from Golden State, and now Houston's home atmosphere is something like and it's in, it's in the top five, and I expect them to carry their Rockets, but. You have one of the most dangerous, or if like like top three dangerous offensive players in the game. If James goes off and has an offensive display like James is capable of, and he gives you a forty or a fifty, you've seen him have double doubles. You've seen him have triple doubles. You've seen him carry his team for for, for single games. And if he shows up in this game, Golden State doesn't have a problem. All right. So what do you think? Do you think that Houston wins? I think Houston wins. I've, Whoa. I, uh, because I've been I've been in this situation, okay, when 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 they when they came back on us from three one in the Clippers, right? And once you come into their building, that vibe, like building I'm big on vibes of buildings and what they what they give to the home team. And Houston has a home court advantage unlike any other. Like those fans are, are, are awesome. It's just it's tough to beat them in their building. Now you have you're playing against the champions now. So you're playing against guys who've been through some adversity, but I don't think they have that same championship edge that they did last year or, or, or in the past. So you're going, it's going to take a lot. And, and, I, and I think minus Andre Godala, I don't think they have enough. We'll see if Andre Godala plays. We'll see if CP3 plays. We'll see if Dante Jones' prediction is accurate. Dante, great stuff, man. Interesting perspective. Thanks. Appreciate you joining us. Thank you, guys. Dante Jones joining us on the Dan Patrick Show. The 2018 Mercedes AMG E63 S sedan, unrivaled luxury meets unbridled power. Test drive one today. Mercedes AMG driving performance. If you ever miss any of DP's celebrity interviews from the Mercedes AMG man cave, go to Dan Patrick's app when, uh, where you can watch and listen from the inside of the Mercedes AMG man cave. Mercedes AMG, the best or nothing. Uh, you just heard uh, Dante Jones thoughts on the Rockets saying the Rockets can win tonight. Right, give us our lasting thoughts on what we saw from LeBron and what we'll see tonight. With Jason McIntyre, I'm, I'm Doug Gottlieb. That's upcoming next on the Dan Patrick Show. Hello. 
Many of you have an Odyssey putter in your bag, or at the very least, you've played an Odyssey putter before, but you've never seen one that performs like this. It's the new XO line from Odyssey. Incredibly forgiving. The new white-hot micro-hinge insert. Now, that'll get the ball rolling sooner on its intended line with the legendary white-hot field that you've all come to expect and know. For unparalleled confidence on the greens, you need to try it. It's the new XO putter. You can pre-order your Odyssey XO putter today at odysseygolf.com. If you shower, brush your teeth, or try to make your hair look presentable, I've got good news for you. Dollar Shave Club delivers everything you need to look, feel, and smell your best. And right now, for just 5 bucks, you can get their Daily Essentials Starter Set. That includes Body Cleanser, One Wipe Charlie's, Shave Butter, and their Best Razor, the Six Blade Executive Plus Four Replacement Cartridges. Keep the blades coming for just a couple of bucks a month. Check it all out at dollarshaveclub.com slash Patrick. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash Patrick. Anyone who tells you you're too late to invest in cryptocurrencies has no idea what's about to happen next. I'm Tika Tawari. I'm a former hedge fund manager, and I worked on Wall Street since the 1980s. To the dot-com boom, the housing boom, the gold boom. Cryptocurrencies are the most compelling opportunity I've seen in 30 years. The only one you can start with just $100 and change your life. So I've teamed up to create a short course on crypto investing to help you learn, prepare, and profit. It shows you everything from what cryptocurrencies are, how they work, how to buy them, and what to buy. Even if you think the crypto bubble has burst, or you're too late, or too old, or technologically challenged, you must see this education course now. Go to howtocryptoclass.com now. That's howtocryptoclass.com. It's the Ben Maller Show. Not all these regular season games have the build-up. They don't. Some games stand out. This weekend, for example, in the Boogie Down Bronx, it was a promoter's dream. The much-ballyhooed Shohei Otani to take the mound and square off against his fellow countryman, Masahiro Tanaka. The Angels and the Yankees. One problem, the great Otani, the Babe Ruth of Japanese baseball, back out of the start. Is he hurt? No. Perfectly healthy. Angel management, embarrassed, was left to cover for Otani, who backed out of the start, and they said to cover for Otani, they said that that start had been pushed back for, quote, workload management. <laughs> ben Maller. The Ben Maller Show. I'm sorry, we're on the air right now. Weeknights, 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. In this column, you can see third quarter earnings are up 7% above projected growth. Oh, and as I mentioned to the board of directors, I'm an abusive father. Not only do I physically abuse my two young children all the time, I neglect them as well. I often leave them alone for hours at a time without any supervision. If only child abuse was this easy to recognize, perhaps then more people would report it. If you even suspect abuse... Call Child Help at 1-800-4-A-CHILD or visit www.childhelp.org. We've helped millions of people help millions of children, and we can help you. All calls are anonymous and confidential. So remember, 1-800-4-A-CHILD or visit www.childhelp.org. Child Help. Trust your instincts. 
A public service message brought to you by Child Help and the Ad Council. Ladies and gentlemen, I think you play I'll kick the coverage with Clay Travis is coming right for you. If I were NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell, I would ha- call in all 1,700 uh, uh, players, and I would give them a business analysis of what being political has done for the league in the past two years. And I would say, if you guys think that it's good for our television partners to lose $600 million last year, and given that we are legitimate partners here, that you get 47% of all league television revenue and other revenues when people aren't buying tickets, when they aren't buying as much beer in our stadium, when our sponsors are being having their phone lines overloaded because people disagree with your politics, is that ultimately good for this business's bottom line? I think the answer is no. It's Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Weekdays, 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on iHeartRadio. Podcast. Podcast. We all have a favorite show. Some of you like Doug Gottlieb. Um... For his long pauses. Some like Ben Maller for his honesty. You should have been fired then! Others may like Colin Cowherd for his baby talk. Mommy! Or you may miss the Gormans. All right. Hello, mate. Hello. JT, Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, Clay Travis. Whatever you miss for any of these guys, you can always podcast it at FoxSportsRadio.com. Gottlieb and Jason McIntyre in for Dan and the Danettes. Boys will be back from the Man Cave, the Mercedes AMG Man Cave tomorrow. Try to educate uh, Jason McIntyre oh, on how good it. you are so wrong on how good the Seattle Supersonics were when they went to the NBA Finals and faced the Michael Jordan Bulls. That's that's before Vin Baker was an alcoholic. It was when Gary Payton was in his peak. Detlef Shrimp was, was a little bit past his prime, but Detlef Shrimp shot 41% from three. He'd be a great face-up four these days. Hersey Hawkins, one of the great shooters in NBA history. Dale Ellis, oh, another great yeah. shooter. Doug, listen, timeout, timeout, timeout. Here is one thing that I, I love what you're doing. We romanticize stuff that we kind of grew up with in our youth, okay? We love movies and music from our youth, and now you're waxing poetic about Hersey Hawkins. Yeah, Hersey Hawkins is an awesome player. And, 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 and all these guys from the 90s. Are you looking at these super teams? I'm being, I'm keeping it 100% real here. And, and the other guys in the studio, I'm curious if, they, if they're going to laugh at this or think I'm honest. This Houston Rockets team right now mm-hmm. would sweep that Carl Malone jazz team that went to the finals against Jordan. I mean, they would just, just run them off the court. I know it's a different brand of basketball with the threes, but this Houston Rockets uh, team okay. is, according to the advanced stats, Doug, one of the greatest offensive teams in NBA history. They had 25 points in the second half against the well, no Chris Golden Paul, State, but I mean, Golden State Warriors. Um, yeah, okay. the Warriors, by the way, probably the best dynasty in the modern era. Yes, probably better than Jordan's Bulls. But continue. Okay, so again, like, look, it's we're comparing things that are really, really hard to compare. Would you agree with that? A little bit. Not a little bit, a lot bit. I mean, a completely different era of basketball. And so what what you would what you would find would be ugly you know, games like we just saw in game 7. Uh, 87 no, 79 no, what you, what garbage. You, what you'd I have, mean the Utah Jazz scored 54 points in an NBA finals game, Doug. 54. Okay, what, what part of it is the defense of the Bulls? Part of it is the game was the game was so physical that they had to change the officiating. They had to. 
because it got, if you don't like the grabbing and holding now, you would have hated it, absolutely hated it then. But like, look, you can tell me all you want about how the Utah Jazz sucked back then. They won 62 games. They were good back then, but compared to what we got now, the players are bigger, faster, stronger. Uh, the super team. Okay, but like, it, but, it's but, incredible how much better the basketball is okay, now so, than the night. So Chris Paul and John Stockton, how would that matchup go? Chris Paul's a, a tremendous defender. He would back Stockton down and, you know, Stockton would be right, We defender. can't have this discussion then. Let's, let's get to, uh. What, 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 what are you afraid? He would, what, what, he what? would back John Stockton down. Like, dude, John Stockton is one of the best. One of the better guard point guard defenders. Yeah. You think Chris Paul's some slouch? You also and think what that, stinks is I back Chris Paul. You also Chris think Paul that Paul Steph Curry's a point guard. So. Well, uh, what is he? Uh, he's, he's, he's just a guard. Okay, guard, fine. But he's not a point oh, guard. Oh, this goes to the Steph Curry. Is he the second best point guard in NBA history debate? Right. Right, which is not really a debate. It's just a, sta- a bold statement that you made That's that a, nobody actually backed agrees up with. by facts out the wazoo. But wait a sec, Doug, hold on. So what wh- do we draw the line at like 2012 and say, well, there are now no new positions, so we point guard just, stopped. No, you actually just have to watch the game, and I can tell you what a point guard is, what a point guard is. But the, the, the evolution of the plays game with and without the basketball has changed. Yes, but again, what the what the you're you're, you're making a big bold statement about the the game evolving. Like the Warriors don't play like the Rockets, who don't play like the Cavs, who don't play like the Celtics. Right. The game has evolved in terms of the 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 density of three point shots, but it's all it's changed in terms of offense. But they're not running the same offense because they don't have the same personnel. Right? So, like the Warriors run basically motion, whereas all the all the Rockets do is set up one high ball screen to get a mismatch. And then they spread you out all around the three-point line. Okay, it's so completely different. Let's go back to your point. So if Curry is not a point guard, who is a point? Is James Harden a point guard? Is Russell uh, Westbrook a point guard? Not really. <laughs> Russ would be. Russ is. Russ is more of a point guard, more of a dominant ball handler than Steph. The beauty to Steph and how more the Warriors are constructed guy, is let's, let's that they have five guys that can be point. Yeah. Four guys that can be point guards. The least point guard like on their team is Clay Thompson. Yes. Right. 60 points and 11 dribbles or something like that. Yeah. Right. I mean, but Draymond, Andre Godala, Steph, and KD all take turns as their lead ball handler. He's not a point guard. He's a great player. He's not a point guard. Okay. Tonight, what happens? Warriors fall behind a little bit early. They mount a comeback, dominate the third quarter as usual. And I believe the Warriors will win by six and advance to the NBA Finals. I think we're going to have an absolute war tonight. An absolute That's not war. good news for Golden State. Then. No, I I think Golden State does find a way to win a really close game. I'm not sure of it. I'd have to think Andre Godala can play. I don't know about Chris Paul. I do think though they have enough weaponry. In Game Seven, it's about can you make shots? And over they just under have, thirty. They just have more for Kevin Durant, thirty points over under. Over. Yeah. This is the day. Okay, D. If you had to choose between getting great distance or amazing feel from your irons. Which one would you rather have? It's actually a trick question because with Callaway, you get both. The new Rogue Irons, engineered with a revolutionary 360-face cup to deliver explosive ball speed and incredible forgiveness. The urethane microspheres give you amazing feel and sound because when you go rogue, you know exactly how distance should feel. Explore the new Rogue Irons at CallawayGolf.com or at your local shop. Callaway, the number one irons in golf. 
Three things business owners can count on from LegalZoom. Number one is reliability. Over two million business owners have trusted LegalZoom for LLCs, S-Corps, DBAs, and more. Number two is legal advice. Since they're not a law firm, LegalZoom built a nationwide network of independent attorneys to provide the business legal advice you need. And number three, no surprises. All upfront pricing and satisfaction guaranteed. Go to LegalZoom.com today. Special savings. Enter Patrick at checkout. LegalZoom.com. That's LegalZoom.com. Make sure you enter Patrick at checkout. This is JT the Brick with Tom Looney. I think that Goodell handles this well. This is a firestorm, controversial topic. Here's the hook to this new policy. First off, that if players want to protest on the field, they're allowed to do it, but the team will be fine. But ladies and gentlemen, what's changed now in your mind? Do you think differently of a player will not come out of the tunnel during the anthem in protest? Or would you respect that player more if he came out on the field and took a knee? Because my opinion is if I'm at a game, I don't want to look around and have a program and go, where's that? Where's Marshawn Lynch? Where's that guy? Where are they? But I want to know who's in the locker room. I'd like to see it on the scoreboard. At tonight's game, these three players remained in the locker room. If they're not going to come out, we'll have the right to know. This is JT the Brick with Tom Looney. It's incredible. Absolutely amazing. Weekdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You must be your fairy godmother. It doesn't take a fairy godmother to tell you that the right fit means everything. Good. Child, you can't go in that. Children under four foot nine need to be in a booster seat because they aren't ready for adult safety belts alone. Many parents miss the important step of booster seats. Maybe you better explain things to him. Booster seats raise your child up so that a safety belt designed for adults will fit and protect them properly. Oh, that does make a difference. Remember that four foot nine is the magic number, and get your little pumpkin there safely <laughs> in a booster seat. Hop in, my dear. Oh, thank you. And like Cinderella, you can live happily ever after. It's like a dream. A wonderful dream come true. For more information, visit BoosterSeat.gov. This has been a message from the U.S. Department of Transportation and the Ad Council. All right, I'm ready. This is Steve Gorman Sports. New York Giants memorabilia lawsuit. Oh, yeah, on Eli. Eli Manning sure. uh, accused of putting, in quotes, game-worn memorabilia onto the memorabilia market that was not game-worn. The team and Eli, they settled with the accusers. Now it comes out that the longtime equipment director and the assistant equipment manager and then the equipment locker room manager all let go. I don't know how long they've been with the Giants, yeah. but I know something stinks on the inside because I don't think these guys would be fired just to save Eli's face. That's what I was going to ask. Well, if they're the ones... In, in charge of getting the memorabilia out. I mean, Eli's not honestly keeping up with what jersey he no, wore. No, not at all, dude. That's up to them. It's out of Eli's hands. It could have been, hey, two for the memorabilia, one for me. Two for the memorabilia, well, that, one yeah, for me. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Probably, I would imagine the word malfeasance is applicable here. Malfeasance is applicable. Steve Gorman Sports. I'm in a nightmare hallucination. Weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports trending now. Tonight at 9 Eastern, it's Game 7 of the Western Conference Finals as the Rockets host the world champion Golden State Warriors. Houston head coach Mike D'Antoni says Chris Paul will likely be a game-time decision due to a strained right hamstring. The Cleveland Cavaliers await the winner after LeBron James' 35-point, 15-rebound, 9-assist performance at Boston last night. 
And by the way, how about the story of Jeff Green, who started in place of the injured Kevin Love and scored 19 points in Game 7, just six years removed from open-heart surgery. I wasn't concerned with, with the finals at that point. My concern was health and getting back on the floor. After I got back on the floor, of course, that's, uh, that's the main goal. Also tonight at 8 Eastern Game 1 of the Stanley Cup Final, the Vegas Golden Knights and the Washington Capitals. I'm Isaac Lohenkron. We are KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nugget, home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Sports trending now. Tonight at 9 Eastern, it's Game 7 of the Western Conference Finals as the Rockets host the world champion Golden State Warriors. Houston head coach Mike D'Antoni says Chris Paul will likely be a game-time decision due to a strained right hamstring. The Cleveland Cavaliers await the winner after LeBron James' 35-point, 15-rebound, 9-assist performance at Boston last night. And by the way, how about the story of Jeff Green, who started in place of the injured Kevin Love and scored 19 points in Game 7, just six years removed from open-heart surgery. I wasn't concerned with, with the finals at that point. My concern was health and getting back on the floor. After I got back on the floor, of course, that's, uh, that's the main goal. Also tonight at 8 Eastern, Game 1 of the Stanley Cup Final as the Vegas Golden Knights play host to the Washington Capitals. I'm Isaac Lohenkron. We are Saturday afternoons were made for baseball on FS1. This weekend, don't miss the Cleveland Indians as they take on the Minnesota Twins. Coverage begins Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern on FS1. Please transmit immediately. Celebrating Memorial Day. It's as American as apple pie. Remembering the ones we've lost. And the ones that continue to fight. Life, liberty, and a pursuit of happiness. That's why we're out here. It's Memorial Day. It's fun in the sun. And fun with us. This is the Rich Eisen Show. And today we have a very special best of edition. In this hour, Jamie Gertz, Bob Baffert, Michael Kay. But first, Josh Rosen. And now, here's Rich Eisen. Well, we, we enjoyed, uh, meeting Josh Rosen throughout the entire draft process, uh, getting to know him, having him here in studio. And now he is a freshly minted National Football League quarterback drafted 10th overall by the Arizona Cardinal and the fourth guest on this show 